Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Hey, welcome to a brand new MMA Roasted Podcast. It's me, Adam Hunter. I'm here with Greg Romero Wilson. Hey, look at us. Why yes. you made the transition? It yes. only took you a year, but no. it happened. Of course. Of course. Well, and that's like I never pressured it because I know you're, you you called me the Greg Wilson for what, over a decade? At least probably yeah, fifteen yeah. years, you know. So yeah, you know, I know that, that was a tough transition for you. Yeah, you know, it was a tough transition for me. You know, even on New Year's Eve, I went to the theater that I was headlining, and they had right up there, you know, comedy extravaganza with the Greg Wilson because uh, it's a club that I've worked with, you know, for over a decade, and uh, you know, they were the ones that booked it. And, well, followed by a six-hour intermission during the show. Oh God, okay. that was the worst. They fucking ruined it with that shit. Also, Wean Dog is here. What's up, dude? And we got Sarah McMahon calling in. Awesome. Uh, yeah, it's, it's gonna be it's gonna be a, g- a good good show, uh, and then as well as Jared Gooden, who who uh, is uh, also an awesome awesome fighter. Uh, I have had a crazy. Um, first of all, I want to thank our sponsor, Speedweed. Listen, to people, marijuana is legal in California, and there's no reason you should go to a dispensary to get it. You go to a dispensary, you can get a DUI, but you can you could fuck up your car, you get out of it. It's a whole process, especially they're packed now. It's like they're like Walmart on Black Fridays now. It's just it's insane, these dispensaries. But get it delivered to you. Have it, plus, there's a hot bud tenders there that are like, hey, try this, try that. If you know what, you're, you're stoned off your ass, and the cops pull you over. It's a pain in the ass. But Speedweed has made that problem so much easier uh, because they will deliver to you everything from marijuana to CBD to edibles to THC sex lube. They have macaroons. They have anything you need. They have CBD coffee and drinks. and It's just awesome what they have. Go to speedweed.com. Mention roasted. You get $10 off. Orders $100 or more. Speedweed.com. I highly recommend it. They're awesome. Uh, I've had a crazy last couple days. First of all, I've been spending a lot of time with the baby. Um, Which is great. Yeah, I love that. And we're watching a lot of cartoons, and I'm actually learning from the cartoon. You know, you forget when you're younger, you watch, you forget that they have lessons to all of them. Right, certainly, absolutely. And so, like, I was watching Muppet Babies, and uh, which is one of my favorites, and Kermit, you know, wanted to be a leader, but he didn't want to ask for help. So he kept getting himself in trouble, blah, blah. And then finally he asked, like, Miss Piggy and Gonzo for help, and he was, like, upset about it. And they're like, no, that makes you a better leader is when you ask for help. I was like, oh. So that day I asked, like, six people for help. And they all said no. Uh, they said, you're 40 years you old. You took that lesson and yeah. just overstretched it immediately. No, 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 I was like, oh, for six. Nobody it was like, everyone's like, I, could, I was sick. I That's the lesson they don't tell you, is that a lot of people are going to turn you down. Yeah. But my dad, I, I, had a fucking, <laughs> I had a stomach ache, and I'm like, Dad, could you come over with some, some, some medicine? He's like, no, I'm busy right now. I'm, you go to the store, get it yourself. I was like, I, had a, I got the baby with me. It's a whole pro. So yeah, so, uh, but I did actually, I am learning the lessons. Whether or not they're actually working or not is a whole different thing. Yes. So, uh, so that was that. And then from... Can I tell you that that is my biggest fear about having children is 
you lose control of the programming on your own television. All my friends, once they had kids, you walk in their house, it's all Blue's Clues, it's all the, you know, all these, and I'm like, where's the sports shows? Who's got, you know, like you lose, it all becomes about what they, about basically just entertaining them and keeping them quiet, and I understand that, but I want to watch NFL Live, God damn it, I don't know, it's tough. Well, luckily they haven't gotten, my baby hasn't gotten to the point where she wants to watch the same thing over and over again. It's coming, it's coming. When it's the same episode yeah they watch it over and and i was i remember being that way as a kid do you remember that being able to watch the same thing over and over and over again it didn't bother me at all no it's crazy uh so that was uh that was so then friday i I, you know i'm friends with devin sawa i don't know devin sawa he's a you know huge actor back in the back in the 80s and 90s still a a very big actor big mma fan nice guy so i'm working on a project with him and he's like hey uh you want to go to macaulay culkin's house because macaulay culkin is uh he's he's spearheading the project so I'm like, sure. So Friday afternoon, I go to Macaulay Culkin's house. It's a nice house. Uh, yeah, it's a nice house, but it's, I think it's like one of many houses he owns. Um, okay. And uh, he was like the nicest guy. Well, yeah, like he cool. was funny as hell. Yeah. Um, I mean, they, you know, he was wearing pajamas. It, it was it was like two in the afternoon. Yeah. Uh, you know, a couple of things that were a little out there. In the middle of talking, he comes over with like a bag. And he's like, pick something. And, he, and I, I like went in the bag and picked up like a rubber duck. And he, he's like, keep it. So he gave me like this like this little rubber ducky thing, which was pretty did awesome. Check, did you check the inside for cocaine yet? <laughs> no, dude. He's like, he looks great. He's yeah. super funny. And uh, well, that's like, mean, doesn't he? I mean, like he did that commercial, and that's the first time I've seen him with cut hair. Yeah. Since he was like a kid, yeah. like he became an adult, and basically turned into a you know, I don't know, like. Like eccentric, you know, when you don't you, you don't have to work necessarily, and so it's just long hair and beards and pajamas, and that's kind of the way he's been for the last twenty years or so. Right. No, and that's the thing. And like, uh, but he and I told him that I'm like, I'm like, my wife loves your commercial. That's I think that's how she knows you. Like, <laughs> he's like, what? And so and then um, but I went to his house and he had like a bunch of like old wrestling. He's a huge wrestling fan, mm-hmm. and I and he had this little. Rick Martel figure from like Strike Force, which was like, and I was like, is that Rick Martel, the model? And he's like, like I knew that. Like I'm one of like a few people that probably would that have recognized that yeah, in yeah. his home. And he's yeah, like, yeah. And he's like, oh wow. He's like, he's like, me and my brother love Strike Force, but nobody wanted to be Tito Santana. We both wanted to be Rick Martel. And, we, <laughs> and then when he found out I was a comedian. He's like. He's like, I've been working on a. He's like, do you have any good chicken cross the road jokes? Which I actually do have a decent one. I have one decent one I too. I wrote recently. I said. uh but, you know, in 10 years, this is going to be comedy. Someone's going to be like, why did the chicken cross the road? And someone's going to be like, excuse me, I'm, I'm a vegan. I don't find jokes about chickens funny. Yeah, like, right. Comedy. And he's like, I got one. He goes, why did the chicken cross the road? And I said, why? And he goes, to get to your house. I go, okay. And he goes, knock, knock. I go, who's there? He goes, the chicken. Pretty good, actually. Like, came back around. I thought that was a good joke. You don't think it's a good joke? It was a punchline, dude. What is that the, is that the punchline? The punchline's a chicken. He went to your house. Knock, knock. Who's there? The chicken. Like, yikes. Cross the road. I, I mean, th- I guess if you're in the room with Macaulay Culkin, you laugh. Yeah. I thought it was funny. I thought <laughs> yeah. it was funny. I thought it was a good joke. Listen, he's not here now. You don't have to keep sucking his dick. Okay. I thought it was a good fucking joke. It. It's not a good joke. It is too. It's a terrible, not funny joke. No. I think Here's it's a good. good one. Yes. Why did the pervert cross the road? This is about the chicken. His dick was stuck in the chicken. I there heard, you that's go. Not, that's not your joke. Good. I heard that before. No, that's a. St- all of them are street jokes. No, he actually made the other one up. He combined two street jokes. No, <laughs> he made the joke up. <laughs> the other one you heard, you didn't write that one. Of course not. He, he didn't write the other one. Yes, he, he took did. two, he, no, he wrote two street jokes no, and he put wrote, them together. He wrote the jokes. 
Okay. He did. All right. Everyone weigh in on that. All right. So uh, you really are in love with him no, now. No, I'm not. I, first of all, I, I like. He's a cool dude. I had a, I had a, I had a good time hanging. When with you him. sucked his dick, was it a I big dick? I or? didn't suck his dick. Okay. You, did uh, you polish his balls? You're just jealous because you were not. I'm ready. not jealous. It's all just right, surprising so, uh, to see you be all fanboyed out right now. Yeah, I thought he was a cool guy. I'm, I'm telling you, we had, I had a good time hanging with him. Guy so writes great like, jokes. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway. Uh, <laughs> so, so, so that was I was Friday, and then uh, you know I've been changing a lot of diapers, right? Obviously, yeah. I'm not, I mean, so and you know my my goal was to not poop shame my daughter. Like I want to make sure this is the most fun time she has. You know, just you know, I tickle her, we I you know blow on her stomach, we have a good time. But now I think she likes it too much, where she keeps pooping on me because she knows that we're just gonna have fun when I change it. Like I, every every three seconds, she's pooping on me. Yeah, gotta so, be careful, dude, because that's that what that's what makes girls, you know, sort of lead towards scat porn. Is what? Wow, wow! Wait, Already we. We gotta think about it, dude. Wait, no, doing? it doesn't. You moron! <laughs> Nobody remembers anything from that age. What's how old were you? What's your earliest memory? You dumb fuck. <laughs> Probably like five years ago. Thank you, you dumb shit. <laughs> that doesn't lead anybody to scat. You sick motherfucker. We're talking about his baby. I don't even know what scat Conti- porn is. You don't want to. You don't need to. Just go <laughs> on. Go oh, on with your good. story. Anyway, so. Saturday, I had an audition. Uh, <laughs> You're an idiot. I had an audition for me and the baby for a, a, a truck commercial. And they wanted to show intimacy with the baby. Like, I guess it was like, I'm sitting there, there's like, you know, a couple other people with their babies, a black guy with his baby, and an Asian guy. So I, don't know, I, don't know what, I don't know which way they're going with this, but. but they don't so, either, obviously. Yeah, right. So it was our turn. So we go there, we go in front of the camera, and they're like, okay, just show you and the baby having a good time. And I think she's more into improv because she pooped on me during the audition. Serious? Uh, <laughs> yeah. Like, so that was that. Uh, well, maybe I was wrong. There's that scat point. Uh, <laughs> well, uh, but she booked it. I didn't. So uh, no kidding. So yeah. So that was uh, that was that. And then um, and then I was like, I was driving my on Friday. I had a show in like San Bernardino at some like VFW, some crazy show. And the Laugh Factory calls me up like, can you get to Long Beach? So I turn around. I got gas, and somebody came up to my car. Says, uh, a black gentleman said, "Hey, listen, you know, I don't, I don't do this, but I got stuck, and I have no gas. I'm with my girlfriend. We need to get back to, you know, Burbank or something. I just need a couple of dollars." So I gave him ten bucks, and then I was like, "He's like, oh, thank you, thank you." I'm like, "Hey, follow me on Instagram, you know." And then I'm like, "What am I doing? What are you doing? <laughs> That's all I can think right now." The fuck are you doing? First of all, that's the biggest scam in the world. Talk about he didn't write it. Yeah, that's a street joke. <laughs> oh, I'm out of gas. I just need ten bucks to get to Burbank. That's the that's number one top of the list with a bullet scam. Okay, so that's number one. Then, okay, maybe you do feel sorry for him. You give him tops three dollars. Yeah, and that's generous. Yeah, that's a gallon a, of gas, dude. Th- yeah, like that's a gallon of gas. There you go. Get from here to wherever. But ten bucks. I don't know. I was Boy, what are you? Jesus. It was Macaulay Culkin Day. Okay. Right. Exactly. You're all high on Mac. You're on the Mac attack. You're all... So then, <laughs> that Mac boy, what a great joke writer. Here's ten bucks. <laughs> so then, right? So then Saturday, right? Saturday, uh, I, you know, I, I coach wrestling. We had like because of the teacher strike, right? Mm-hmm. You know, I, I coach on the weekends. You know, normally I get like four or five kids. These kids have been home for like a week. So like fifteen kids were like, "Hey, parents were like, we want to send our kids to you." I, I guess they want to get them out of the house. They're probably driving the parents crazy because they've been home all week because of the teacher strike. Right. You know, so I had all these kids. That wanted, so I, I, I had to coach over the weekend. And Brian Swinehart's getting ready for a wrestling tournament. Oh, so wait a minute. So this, so you did a lot of private coaching over the weekend. Yeah, I do private. Just I usually have like a. 12 well, that's good. So you probably made a, some good money doing that. Though, Decent over the money, yeah, yeah. yeah. And not great money, but like you know, a little more, change. More money than 
Ten you, times than when I make it up. <laughs> giving you ten times what you gave to the homeless guy who was lying to you about having to get more to than that. But yeah, so um, so so that was that was cool. It's funny because I was actually I teach the kids on on a uh, single leg takedown when you want to have your hand when you pick up the leg over your heart like the pledge of allegiance, right? Mm. So that, like that kind of like that's what I actually watched from Henry Cejudo wrestling videos, right? So then the kid puts his hand down. And the other kid goes, "You're a terrible American." That was kind of funny, and I was like, "Yeah, you're you're being a communist right now." So it was it was good times had by That's all. That's fun. Saturday, uh, I went to a concert. Right, it was a throwback R and B concert. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So I almost bought tickets to that one too. First of all, but we kind of just went to that exact same show. Like four of those same acts were at this other one, so it's kind of like, a lot of issues with this concert. All right, first of all, it's supposed to it says eight o'clock on the ticket. Right, right. So every concert I've ever been to. You would think eight o'clock means nine o'clock or eight thirty. Hip hop nine. You know, people go on opening. Depends acts. on how many acts. That was a show with like six acts. Those start exactly on time. Dude, it started early. Did it really? Yeah, we. I got there at seven fifty-five. Maya was halfway through her set. I'm oh, like, they must have been like, we're not gonna have the time for everybody. Start early, right? They must have. Yeah, what fucking hip hop show starts early. No shit. And Maya was good. But this is an old, this isn't hip hop. This is like the retirees of R&B. Right. It was Maya 112, yeah. Next, uh, Drew Hill, uh, and then it was um, Bell Bib DeVoe right. and then TLC, right? And you got to th- think, all these people have children too. <laughs> they want to get home and, yeah. you know, put their kids to sleep now too. So. So Maya was great. Maya yeah. put on a great show. She looks great. The next goes on, right? They have that song about the boner, baby, when we're grinding. I get so excited. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So two of the guys are fucking jacked. One guy's completely out of shape. Yeah. The two guys have their shirt off. One guy doesn't. Which you kind of feel bad for the other guy because he had the best voice out of the three. Hey, and that's the guy with kids. <laughs> yeah, like... <laughs> so then 112 goes on. They were great. Peaches and cream, you know, and yeah, all yeah. that. Then they put some girl on that named Chalk, right? C-H-O-C. Has not one hit in the 80s or 90s. I think she was like the promoter's daughter or the guy's girlfriend. Or right. She sang a bunch of songs no one ever heard of. Went on for like 15, 20 minutes. Like have more time than 112. No one knew who she was. I mean, you can't do that in a throwback. Put her on first. Right. So, she should have been covering the time, not Maya. Yeah. So that was annoying. Uh, then uh, Drew Hill was great. And then... Uh, Actually, Belle DeVoe was great. TLC made me sad because when they went on, they, they had like a, a flashback to them when they were younger. Yeah. They were all like super good shape, hot, right. young, just adorable. And isn't one of them not one of them, One of them died, right? right? So then they have the two girls come out. One of them is, looks like a bodybuilder, chili. Right. And then T-Boz is, is like big, like... Like, like Aretha Franklin, right? you know, big, you know, like, so the other girl, so I said, now she's like almost like in the back while the other girls giving guys lap dances on stage. It used to be all three, two, three, all three of them, right. right? So then it was just like, you're like, I don't know if she's going to make it through this concert. I mean, she looks like she, but she, she did good. But then they were kind of lip singing and they, they should have had a girl replace left eye. But then they just had her on like a track. On a track, right. They, so they were just playing a track and they let Left Eye's parts be on the track. And then, and then they were also, I think, maybe on a track too. It was just like, it kind of reminded me of how No, they were. I'm, I'm certain they were. Yeah, it was like, it just wasn't, yeah, it was rough. Although I saw Belle Bidvaux, remember I was saying I went yeah. to that show that had a lot of those same acts. And Belle Bidvaux was great. They still had tons of energy. They did all the same dance moves and shit. Yeah. I was like, these guys, they, they couldn't 
they're oh. still with it. Yeah, man. yeah, yeah. But they were impressive. I liked Bell Viv DeVoe. I was impressed by I how mean, active I, they still were. How are you? I'm good, man. I've been shooting that movie for the last two weeks. I'm busy as shit. So that's been uh, rigorous. What was that? Oh, I, th- I thought you. Hold on. Okay. So. Okay. Now let's pause. Okay. Preacher lost just shut up. Can I tell you why you said you couldn't make it? <laughs> no, man. Don't oh. tell him why I couldn't make okay, it. Okay, so preacher, I didn't <laughs> so I didn't think preacher would say it? No, no. You already said it. Then. No, I didn't say it. Oh, okay. I, I didn't I'm not gonna blow up. I just spot. had a friend. Yeah, he had a friend That's come over. That's pretty much it. Yes, yeah, so Preacher's a hilarious comic. Now, now, hi, now, And then he ran out with his friend's pajamas. Yes. That's <laughs> <laughs> my pajamas, bro. It's fun about Now, now, nice. now, last time you were here, you talked about America's Got Talent. You were on the um, uh, the All-Star Edition right now, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's uh, Champions, which is like they just pretty much take everybody from Got Talent. That was favorites. Like Susan Boyle, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, uh, you know, the winner of, um, you know, Darcy and all of those people, and they consolidate us and make us go against each other. Wait, Susan on right now? Susan Boyle is? Yeah, Susan Boyle's on. She won my round. Susan Boyle beat you? No, no. She oh. beat, moved on to the finals together. Oh, so you're in the finals? Yeah. Nice. Yeah. And then what do you get if you win the finals? We already did it. We already recorded it, but I got to have Okay. So what what, nice. what what would you have won if you, or what, what's uh? Well, you, don't, you don't really win any money. I think you might win a little bit of money, but I mean, I don't care about the money. I mean, it's the exposure. I, yeah, I don't care about the money at yeah. all. I just I wanted what I wanted was to be known. Nice. I wanted my 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 goal was to be somebody's favorite comedian. Nice. That was it. So. Did uh, did you have to sign a management agreement with them? No. That's good. Yeah, yeah. That, that, I think it's that was back in the old days where they had American Idol and this like you win and you're ours now. But I already had a manager when I was with. That's them. really the thing. If you go in with a manager, you're much safer because otherwise they do try and manage you. Yeah, they do, and then yeah. they're probably not the best. Yeah. So Greg, well, they just lock you up. Yeah, I mean, yeah. they lock you up and make you do the shows. So Greg, who's this movie with? What's going on? Okay, so this movie um, that I'm shooting, it's an indie movie, but Chris Jericho is the big name. No way. Chris Jericho? Yeah. That's, that's, that's awesome. And so, uh, and I have one of the lead roles in it. I've been shooting it for the last two weeks, and it's, it's and they've been letting us improv our asses off. That's good. So, I mean, that's I've fun. been having a ball shooting this thing, and everyone's like, you're stealing the movie. This is going to, they're going to change it to Miguel and the FU guys, because uh-huh. it's called the FU you guys um because they all went to fairfield union high school in the movie so um that's the origin of that so you know it's just been it's been a lot of work a lot of and we were outside as they were shooting up there like in new hall we're shooting all this outside stuff and it was raining like a motherfucker the first couple days they had to cancel shooting on tuesday because monday was just it was so hard with all the rain we had to cancel it and wound up shooting on saturday instead so i mean it's just it was really tough during the bad weather but overall i mean it's going to be a very funny movie and i'm very excited about it Man. Nice, congratulations. congratulations man. Thank, dope, you. Man. Thank you. Chris Jericho, I used to be a huge fan of WWE. Yeah. I used to be a huge fan of wrestling. Yeah. Then I turned nine. And I was uh, like, yeah. No, not anymore. <laughs> so let's talk about some of the fights that happened over the weekend. Uh, first of all, uh, the main event, you know. Uh, so who man, I called it. I just want to say I called it just before we finish, but go ahead. You I know, knew that was going to happen. Really, Cejudo? Yes. I had him yeah. knocking him out in the second round, but he just didn't first, and that was way faster, and they stopped a little too early. But he still would have won. Do you think sorry, it was I'm the weight? Wait, do you think it was the weight cut? It was one thousand. He was gonna. He'll beat him at one thirty-five. See, who, so who does a monster man? What happened to he, be talking about what? Sorry, go I'm ahead. sorry, it's my like, bad. My all right, so this guy comes late. Fuck, <laughs> the fucking show. I'm sorry, bro. All of a sudden, Susan Boyle's in your life. All right, so <laughs> now, all right, so now let's talk about that for a second. So, yeah, the weight cut was a huge, significant. You know, part of that thing. You can't. The guy has a ten pack at one thirty-five. There was no reason 
to go to 125. Mm, if anything, right. go up to 145 yeah. right. and see how you do. Yeah. All right? That's a fight. TJ Dill- a healthy TJ Dillashaw versus, you know, um, uh, Max Holloway. But to go down to 125 is just pointless. You, I mean, you saw what happened. Cejudo pushed him over. Yeah. I mean, literally just pushed him. Yep. And the guy went flying. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was so dumb. Hopefully, he learned his lesson. Fighters learned their lesson. There was no point of going to 125. There was yeah. no agree. I, I mean, yeah, he looked absolutely outpowered. Yeah. You know, uh, uh, Cejudo was comfortable. He looked powerful. And he just, I mean, wiped him out. Wiped him out. I mean, wiped him out. Yeah. It was weird. And I, I could, and all I could think was that weight cut. That weight cut must have done it, man. Of course, it must have been way too much. Of course, it was. I, I, I think he beats him at one thirty-five. It would be harder, but I think he beats him at one thirty. Who's a monster, man? Yeah, he's but a monster. He's a monster I at one twenty-five. DJ, I think DJ beats uh, TJ. I'm no, not, that, that, but, what? TJ can't beat TJ. Well, now you're saying this, but we're talking about the same TJ that knocked out Cody No Love. I still and, thought and, and that DJ would guys. beat him up. Because I think these. DJ destroys TJ. I think, I think, DJ, I, think I, I think at one twenty-five, yes. Anybody beats TJ Dillashaw. I mean, uh, not anybody, but a lot of people beat him at 125. At 135, I think, we're talking about a different monster. Man, here. I, I think, think you're right. TJ, and that's all I could think was I that think this it, weight cut made a huge difference. I think it did make a huge difference. But regardless, when Cejudo goes up, he's going to be he's still strong. He's still Cejudo. He's still going to. Yeah, still but he's the most powerful was, at 125. My, my I think he loses that power strong, advantage at 135. Yeah, but he barely beat Benavidez. I but mean, he, we're talking about someone that grows. Like, I think to D, uh, Cejudo lost his last fight with DJ. To me, in my opinion, I no, thought he lost. I was there. You, you, thought he, you thought he won? He definitely won. Everyone in no, the he, he wrestled he him. He did not. He had way less in strikes. In MMA rules, he won. No, man, he just held him down the whole time. I and mean, that's I guess winning in the- MMA, okay. All right, in, I don't know if you count holding someone down and not striking them. If you count that, Well, yeah. it's top position, it's Cejudo, dominant, it looks I thought, better. I thought DJ did way more damage. Uh, he, he did way more. I think I think Cejudo did amazing, but in my opinion, I thought he lost that fight. No, he barely I, won. I think it was I think it, uh, the Cejudo and DJ, the second fight, was more like John Jones and uh, Alexander, the first fight, where they were like, oh, John Jones getting hit. And they was just, just like they were surprised because DJ's so invincible. When he does get hit, they're like, oh, my gosh, he's losing, and he's not. Like when John Jones and Alex, he won that whole. He won like four rounds, and they were like, "Oh, he he lost the fight." And that wasn't true. Mm-hmm. I think the same thing with Cejudo and DJ is that DJ, Cejudo lost that fight, but since he was just he was actually hitting, he gave DJ his toughest fight besides like Dominic Cruz. Then everyone thought he won, and I think Cejudo is just, he always gets better. That's the thing. I think later on he would beat DJ in my opinion because he always gets better. He gets better at striking, and he's he's still an Olympian wrestler. So, I mean, I think he beats I beats TJ. I don't know. I mean, who knows? We won't. We, but a lot of times, people are very quick to judge, judge, jump off a bandwagon or jump on a. Bandwagon. But I said he was going to win. I said he's going to knock him out. I second didn't hear round. you. I, I, said, I said second round. You said it to who? To like yourself? I was like, where did you told, say this? Where no, was this statement? I was show you in a group chat. Show we us our, the group when chat. We were giving our predictions. I said. Watch this. And who else Even is on my the group chat? It's just him. He's in his own group chat. <laughs> well, listen, if you do put it on there and it's timestamp, well, that counts. Right. Sometimes I'll put stuff on, on Twitter or Facebook just to have it out who there. Y- who y'all got? I was like, Cejudo. 
Uh, that was one of my text messages. Sahudo. Okay, so you say right. knockout round I two. I said gonna knock him out in the second round. All right. I did not, and he knocked him out in the first. round. Did it round. say that on there? Yeah, he, no, well, he didn't. He didn't. Uh, okay. I said that. But well, at least he said Sahudo. He didn't okay. even knock him out though. He didn't knock him out. He was. Come on, man. It was a he knockout. Was, he was. He like knocked him out three times that's in a row why, before they called it. It was. No, it was. I didn't think it was stopped too early. But what was going to happen afterwards? Yeah, yeah, but we can't go on what was going to happen because there's so many times the fight wasn't stopped and the guy came back. Man, he was not coming back. He he, he back. might. He, I mean, that, that, listen. The fact is, in his form, he probably wasn't. But you can't. You don't know that, Joe. What are your, what are your thoughts? I, I don't disagree with the stoppage at all, and I do agree that if it wasn't stopped, I'm 100 percent sure he would have been finished either yeah. way, dude. So I have no problem with the stoppage. And there's a there's a brief moment, like right when Cejudo was laying it on TJ. You can see, there's a shot of TJ. You see his eyes like roll in the back of his yeah, head. Yeah, yeah, you didn't like, see that. For like a second. Yeah. So it's like, he, he's going down, dude. Yeah. And did, by the way, did you see his reaction in the post-fight interview, dude? Man. Yeah, he Bro, this freaking sourpuss yeah, over there, not. dude. <laughs> he's a sourpuss. Well, yeah, he couldn't eat for six months. He went on the fucking Gandhi diet. Yeah. And, then, and then, of course, what do you think is going to happen? I mean, he's now in The Machinist, part two. I mean, he looks yeah, ridiculous. It was, it was too much. Yeah. I mean, I didn't think he, I, I knew he was going to be weaker, and I just know he wasn't going to be as, as fast as the flyweights. Now, so. yeah, let's talk about the next fight. Greg Hardy. Okay, for, should not have been the co-main event. I don't know what they were thinking. That was so strange. Like, yeah. really? I mean, this is one of those, you know, yeah, three fights where it, it's a novelty. Yeah. But it certainly isn't a co-main event. A novelty event. that nobody wanted to really see, though. Yeah, exactly. That, it goes on the prelims like or something. It wasn't like James Tony or something where this guy's a huge boxer. We're like, oh, we'll put it in the co-main event. Yeah, the guy used to be a, a football player who got kicked out of the league for beating up women. I mean, it's yeah. not. And, and drugs. drugs. I yeah. thought it was one woman. So it was one woman, <laughs> but I think. But you said he beat him. Up, he beat her. You're lucky the finals already got shot. They can't take it back now. But it was like three he was times. Doing drugs though. Yeah, yeah. he had a little, multiple cocaine violations. I think it was. And the the thing is though, he didn't even because he played for the Cowboys. They picked him up and they couldn't keep him on the field. Well, they gave him the drugs. Uh, <laughs> well, that's yeah. just Dallas. Well, the thing about it though is that he was he was knocking everyone out quickly, but no one knew his, his, his actually whether or not he could really fight his ground game or how he would do if somebody started punching back. And he was losing. I think he would have lost that fight. He lost the first round to that guy. Yeah. Well, I thought he was doing I thought he was winning. No. The other guy took him down. It was like beating him no, up. No, yeah. He, just, he, he, he gassed. Down. He gassed really fast. You could tell he was usually just hitting guys and them going out and then that's it. You know? And I, then he was so gassed going back to his corner. Holy yeah. cow. His hands were on his waist. He was just like, ah, ah. It was good. bad, he man. He called Jerry Jones. I got to rewatch it. For some reason, I thought he was winning and then he got taken down. He wasn't. The guy didn't do it. He was damage. winning in the first 10 I mean, seconds. He, 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 yeah. He had his legs open, like, for easy, for, for, for waiting for the dude to pass, and he never passed. It was weird. Yeah, he kept swinging. Wait, wait, wait. Don't, don't take my word. And he was almost like a Derrick Lewis, where he was, uh, uh, Derrick Lewis is, uh, I don't know, Derrick Lewis kind of gets up when he wants to get up, and I feel like that was with Greg mm-hmm. Hardy. I mean, Greg Hardy, I, like I think. game was trash, obviously. But I, you know, I, I think that Greg Hardy yeah, could I, be yeah. good in, like, three or four years. Yeah. I think, uh, like, two years. He could, maybe two, three years. But he's got, he's got a lot of catching up to him. He has... Literally no combat sports experience. Yeah. And, um, I mean, his boxing wasn't bad. I mean, you could tell that's what he likes. He, he is the boxing part. He could punch, but that was about it. But uh, but then and then but then the illegal knee, which yeah, that was pretty weird. I don't know if that was done on purpose. People said well, he's new. Somebody tweeted uh, he didn't think his last punches were illegal either. Uh, was, <laughs> that's pretty funny. Yeah, uh, that's funny. That's um, <laughs> funny. Uh, but yeah, so that was, um, dude, it was badass when Crowder was like walking him down, screaming at him. His mic's on, your mic's on, right? Oh, my mic. 
Yeah, make sure it's on. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, Crowder fucking got was into it. I happen to like Crowder now. I love when fighters do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was good. And it looked like it almost threw him threw Greg off a little bit. Oh, right? totally did. He was like, "Are you talk, talking to me, man?" Yeah, yeah. of course. Yeah, uh, I think that's why you need him because he got kind of got mad. He was do you feel like Crowder made a choice? Because I feel like he made a choice to stay down. Yeah. Because what's his name announced immediately? If he can't go on, I'm disqualifying Hardy. Uh, like I'm he yelled. With you. He, Have you ever been need by a six foot five no, listen, foot ex-football player that yeah. trains in MMA? Yeah, not yeah. at all. But that guy's also a big guy too. Who's, listen, I know, but it seemed. But I'm just wondering. I'm just asking the question. Do you think that like he was like, oh fuck it, he's gonna disqualify him? I'm staying down there. Matters, man. I think it was the right choice to make. I think so too. I would have done that too. Like, oh fuck it, then I'm out. Already did damage. Yeah. So you're gonna go up. He was. I think he's gonna get. I thought he was gonna lose that fight. I thought Crowder was gonna lose the fight. I thought. I don't know. I thought Greg was winning that fight. I think it was just. I thought he. The only time he he was losing when he got taken down. I think I was. Yeah, he got taken down. And I think he just couldn't resist. He saw the kill shot and he didn't even think about whether it was legal or not. I think think he couldn't resist it. Like in a position like this, I'm going to need this motherfucker. I think Crowder did the right thing. I wouldn't. I wouldn't. I wouldn't keep going. I wouldn't have done either. No, I know. I'm just wondering if you felt like he could have made a choice. I think also it does seem that Greg Hardy gets into like psycho mode. Yeah. Like beast mode. Probably on the football. Probably everything where he just says. You say he blacks out. He probably does. And uh, so in that fight, he was like, fuck it, just kill, yeah, yeah, kill or yeah. be killed. Uh, that's a scary individual. He was out in the interview, he was talking about, he was like, yeah, I'd, you know, his, his leg was about to come up and I was trying to time it. And I was like, his leg was not coming up. When did you see that? Yeah. yeah when yeah. did you see his leg coming up, Greg? I, yeah, I think he was just saw what he wanted to see. Yeah, he was just yeah. kill. Yeah, he was just, yeah. Yeah, it was a kill shot. He knew it and he took it. Every fight on the card, every single fight, uh, <laughs> except Sahuda in one other fight, I was wrong about every single. Thing. <laughs> Me too, dude. Every, Me too. Okay, you man. Yeah. I was like, yo, everybody. You had Rachel point. winning, huh? Rachel Austin. I had Rachel winning. Yeah, me too, dude. I had Rachel winning. Why did you guys have Rachel? Was I had. Four and four. I had Cowboy losing. Yeah. Uh, oh, Cowboy looked good. I think it was the hair. Really? Yeah, I don't know. I just, yeah, weird hair this time. It was just weird to see him with hair. He didn't look good the first round. He was getting lit up. He was getting lit up, and he the just first, took the more first punches. half of the first round. Yeah, then Hernandez was like, he he looked good. I mean, I wanted him to win, man. I wanted him to win because he's like he talks and he's really good at talking. Like you can mm-hmm. see, he's super genuine. He got he talks like Conor McGregor. Like it's not like he's, uh, you know, a Chael Sonnen. He has like lines prepared yeah. kind of thing. Like he he's just talking. Mm-hmm. And then uh, it sucks because now he's he just got whooped. Well, so. I think uh, yeah, but he didn't take a big step back. I don't think losing to a guy like that. He's very very young. Yeah, he's, he's very very new. He has never fought a guy that could take his punch. Yeah, you know, Cowboy was taking him a little. And that's I like, thought Paige Van Zant looked really good. I thought on, she let's, looked let's, okay. Let's, let's say this for a second. So uh, <laughs> we weren't even talking. Just let's just talk about this for just for one second. Oh, okay. You know, um, I thought we were just talking about the fight. We are, we are. But let's talk about the stay on the Cowboy. Oh, okay. Uh, versus now I forgot what. No, but but it, but it, it just it does seem that Cowboy. I think the baby. I think his baby is a big motivator. It seems like the since he had that kid. Yeah. He's unbeatable. Bruh. I mean. When you have a baby, and I, I know it. It changes your parent. life. Oh, my God. And, yeah. you know, when you're used to, like, doing whatever you want to do and being like, even when I'm driving sometimes, I'm fucking, like, going, I'm making some stupid turn. I'm like, man, I could just fucking die, and then my baby won't have a father. Like, you start second-guessing a lot of your dumb choices that you right, make. Right, right. On top of you start making the right choices of what do I got to do to make sure her life is better. And it just seems like with his son, it's, it's the best thing for his career right now because he just annihilated Mike Perry and then he just beat this kid that a lot of people were not giving him a good shot to beat. Cowboy is the, like the the most talented dude that never have a belt. Like who's better than him that has not had a belt? 
Uh, that's, 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 I mean, Melvin Gillard, people said. That, Melvin Gillard? The yeah. The guy that Cowboy uh, finished? Like, yeah, but like natural talent. Well, natural uh, talent, I'm not talking about, I'm talking about like the best fighter to never get a belt. Like, who's uh, that dude? I mean, Kenneth Florian's pretty I think, Didn't Cowboy have a WEC belt at one point? He might or have. a UFC belt, I'm guessing. You're talking about? I guess a UFC belt. Strictly oh, yeah. a UFC belt. The yeah. most talented guy. Anthony Johnson's a pretty talented guy. Oh, okay, never mind. All right, well, there's a bunch. Never mind. Right. <laughs> uh, but he would be up there. Yeah, yeah he'll be up there. He would there. definitely be He's up there. So One I mean, of those guys he has you, the most wins that you would have thought UFC. would have had a belt. Yeah, he has the most wins in UFC history. I don't think Clay yeah. Guida ever got a belt. I don't yeah, but he's not. He's not like in that era. He was a pretty dog. He, he has never fought for. The I feel belt. like Clay Guida is just has amazing. He's a very talented guy with amazing cardio who outworked everybody. Yeah. But Cowboy is a very slick, talented yeah, he's guy. Like, he's, yeah. I'm just saying the guy was a he's staple of the UFC for a good couple of years there, and he never got a belt. I mean, it just made me. I mean, Nate Diaz never got a belt. Did the Diaz brothers in the UFC? Uh, both those guys are super talented. I mean, I just think you're right. I think I Cowboy. Feel like they could have got a belt if they were more serious. Well, then you think about Cowboy. A lot of times he would like fights that you're like, oh, he's definitely gonna win. He would lose. He, it, Nate Diaz fight is the exact. I thought Cowboy was gonna. Yeah, me too. Beat Nate Diaz. I thought he was gonna beat him. I thought he was gonna beat. Him. I remember that fight too because I was like, man, this man can't. I don't know. It's almost like he he just got shut down. I think he got be getting his head a lot of times yeah. in, in bigger fights. And uh, but he looked great. Nate now the Paige Van Zandt fight. Uh, oh, now we're talking about it. Yeah, I thought she looked vastly improved. I thought she looked really great, especially her uh, her ground game. I think she always looked like that. But I she think. got beat up the first round. Paige did. She was getting beat by Rachel. Rachel was was putting it on her. Right? Am I, am yeah, I right? Yeah. Yeah. Rachel was was beating her up the first round, and then Paige Good. came back with that that slick sub. That but Paige broke she Rachel's arm. She just looked arm. like her ground yeah. game was better than Rachel. Uh, uh, Rachel, yeah, yeah. She just looked. Paige looked like. Well, she that's the thing, and I never thought she had a very good ground game. Then she got her on the ground and broke her arm. That I was basically I was by it. that was just strong wrestling versus strong jujitsu. That's all that was. And where Rachel went wrong is when she tried to jump on Paige's back, but Paige was already in that like sitting down, leaning forward position where she just slid right off the top of her right back. under her arm. It was all over broke her elbow. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Still, I thought she looked really she good. Broke her elbow. I mean, she had extended it. I know that. I'm not, I, I just mean this. I don't know if she broke it. The but. most respectful way. Uh, Rachel's so fine. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. It's, it's, I'm just not trying to be, you know. I don't That's your get, kind of girl? I don't want to get tweeted. Oh, I like women. And she just is fine. But she's, but she's a little thicker, Hawaiian. Oh, yeah. 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 Also, and she came out swinging, and definitely. I mean, oh, yeah. during that first round, you're like, "Whoa, Paige and Joel," but she weathered the storm, and I thought that was. I don't know. I thought that was. What do you think about having your mom, dad, and brother as your cornermen? Is that Rachel? Yeah. Yeah, but her dad's a fighter. Her brother's a fighter. I don't know about the mom. So they've always been. They're Hawaiians. It's just Hawaiians are very close people. Also, this was know? Paige's first fight with breast implants too. So really? that was a, yeah, that was a big factor. Wait, and, Paige had breast implants? Yeah, yeah dude. Yeah. Huge, yeah, yeah, big difference. Big difference. She's actually holding in the one picture of like a like a, a plate of pancakes mm. to show off, and then her her implants are there. And I, and I wanted to be like before and after, but then yeah. I knew I was gonna get fucking. You can't even make those jokes anymore. Yeah. Apparently, Joanna got breast implants too. Who? Joanna. Yeah, Joanna and Junchak. Yeah, uh, definitely. She's. I know. Yep. She got breast implants too. Mm-hmm. That's. Yeah. Roy Nelson got a breast reduction. <laughs> uh, so, so, um, now, I'll tell you who I, a guy who I think is going to be the next champ is Gregor Gillespie. 
Oh no! This dude, cut him now, please. Why? Freaking boring as hell, dude. Nobody wants to see Ooh. that. The the wrestler, the NCAA champion. Yeah. You you love wrestlers. You're so partial to wrestlers. That, that, well, I like guys who are dominant. The guy that just destroyed the Yancey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That dude. Yeah, is, I agree, man. I think he's I think he's really really good. He's yeah. uh, he's excellent. He has excellent wrestling. He was dude. an it's NCAA just, champion. Yeah, but there's a reason why people are booing him the entire fight. It's yeah, the in UFC. his hometown. But, but it doesn't matter. Like, like he, he, he went home, people were like, boo. Yeah. He actually got robbed the next day. Uh, really? Somebody robbed him. He posted a picture of like him as Liam Neeson. Like, I know where you live. Like, the whole thing. That's funny. Um, but yeah, so. Uh, I like his personality, though. I do funny. like, look, I like look, his personality. All I care about is if we get to the win. This is this is about this is a, a sport. You don't, yeah, I you mean, know? I, I I I don't I don't. That's not me. I don't care about if you just get the win. I want it to be exciting. Or I'm with you. Ex- or you have to be exciting outside the cage. There are enough guys out there like Diego Sanchez who are just gonna put their fucking. But I don't. Head I'm not saying him like that. Punches. Like someone like someone like Israel Adesanya. Like I think that he's outside style the cage. Bender? Yeah, style bender. Like he's. Amazing outside the cage and amazing inside the cage. Someone like Chell Sonnen, like I, I would root for Chell Sonnen because he's just so funny outside the cage mm-hmm. that I would like. All right, but he also I'm, puts on a good fight in the cage. Yeah, I mean he. Yeah, it's, it's all right. Yeah, I but mean, Khabib wasn't exactly blowing people away inside the cage. I mean he, he's just take you down and beat you up. I know, but that, you got to be like a really it's still exciting. I mean, yeah, I was like, I'm just. A, yeah, I think I feel like if you're a fan of MMA, you kind of recognize what he's doing. And same with Gillespie, you don't recognize what he's doing. Yeah, I, yeah, I didn't think it was. I didn't think it was that boring, but I mean, it was boring enough for me to be like, I don't want him to be champion. Dude, Yancey Medeiros landed one strike in the entire. That's that, that's shutting down someone's offense. This is look. This is look. The I mean, San Antonio Spurs, right? Didn't they like win it on defense a couple of years ago? I don't. I don't follow basketball, but I'm, I'm looking at the black guy in the room. Okay, but 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 it just it just, yeah. it just seems like look. If you could win on defense or a certain way, then do it. I yeah. you know. And Mayweather isn't exactly the most fan, you know, fan friendly guy. He's pretty excited. People just don't like him. He's but, pretty excited to watch. I don't. I, I don't. I don't know how someone thinks he's born. A lot of people would think he was. Born. I know. I know. A lot of people think, but I don't understand it. I, I just feel like you're not a fan of boxing. But I, 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 it goes back to MMA. You got to be a fan of MMA. Yeah, I get it. I, I, I'm not saying the dude is born to the point where I think he's like who's born. Like who's a boring fighter? John Fitch. Yeah, what's John his Fitch name? Um, <laughs> they cut him because Shogun? he was born. No, not Shogun. Uh, who was it? The he was the karate base. Stephen Wonderboy Thompson. Now he was fun to watch. Machida. Machida. Yeah, he was boring as fuck. Really? Ooh. No, he wasn't. Machida. Yeah, those Lee some Oda of those fun. Yeah. Oh, when he would on. sit there and try and avoid him for most of the fight, Lee Oda Rampage, and then is people the only would. Boring fight I can think of off the top of my head. There are a couple of fighters, but the thing is, when he would win, though, when he finally would strike, it would be some kind of. Okay, yeah, but up until then, people would be booing and shit. And come on, man, he used to be do a bunch. Of, I, remember, about, I was at the a fight bunch with him and Ryan fights. Bader, and they were booing both of them. And Bader took a bad shot and then got knocked out. Yeah. After that, now I'll tell you what I don't like about ESPN. First of all, way too many fucking commercials. On ESPN Plus, they got to stop with that. Yeah. Every, I mean, there was one fight the first hour. There shouldn't be one fight an hour. I mean, come on, what are yeah. we doing here? And think about Fight Pass. It was fight, 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 yeah. fight. Exactly. When you're paying a subscription rate, you're you're paying for no commercials or reduced commercials at least, not more than you would in broadcast television anyway. Yeah. The, th- the second thing is Stephen A. Smith. We got Man. the worst. He's the worst. <laughs> the worst. I mean. I got to tell you, I, I don't know about him in terms of, of how, oh. uh, in terms of MMA. I don't even think that's his field. I don't know why he'd be talking he's, about but it. He's in, but he's, he's entertaining as fuck, and he hates the Cowboys with a passion. 
But, so, but I'd like him as a commentator. At least, like, ask questions. Like, hey, do you think this guy's wrestling is... Or, hey, do you think... Don't say, like, yeah, his wrestling is the best in the world. Like, he, yeah, that's I, what like, he, he does, though. He's a pontificator. That's what he, he does. You, you know he has no idea I what know, he's talking man. about. I know, man. I remember watching him, and I was like, you don't know what you're talking about. But he, he he's so <laughs> He probably confident. doesn't. Yeah. <laughs> like, he just kind of makes it up. Yeah. He just kind of makes it up. Well, I'm sure he had somebody who knows what they're talking about write it for him. Yeah, but they have to write better because it just seems like because like, when you watch him and you know that he has no idea what he's talking about, yeah. it's like Skip Bayless. Remember, he was yeah. he's better than Skip Bayless. I'll give him that. And Skip Bayless was like Nate Diaz was an amazing sumo wrestler, and you're like, what? Yeah, that's that's what he said. He did he did sumo wrestling versus Conor McGregor. Oh my god! And you're like, all right, this guy has no idea sumo wrestling. Yeah, he's mostly a football guy. He pretty, he pretty much just said a whole bunch of broad generalizations. You know, he's like, you know. He would say stuff like, "He has lot. He's really good at wrestling, and he has a striking. So who's gonna counter?" It was just, it was, it was so dumb. But, but he's everywhere. They put him everywhere on ESPN. And, and then didn't he say that uh, Greg Hardy? I think this this might tarnish his legacy as a fighter. Like oh tarnish. I didn't even hear that. Like, he said that. his legacy as a fighter. Like this is gonna tarnish. I was gonna say not the beating up. Now, I was gonna say not his failed football career. His actual legacy. There's no legacy. In, oh, my God. He's going to tarnish It's his a footnote. Oh, and by the way, he tried MMA. I mean, that's... Uh, he's going to tarnish his legacy. That's so funny. So, I mean, you're like, what is going on? So I, but they shouldn't let Stephen A. Smith near the microphone. And also the whole, you start the first card on ESPN Plus and go to regular ESPN and then go back to ESPN Plus. It's so stupid, dude. Yeah, yeah it's I know. It's so dumb. Yeah, I just went on the Reddit, but whatever. Yeah, just watch the highlights. That's all right. Oh, that's all good. <laughs> I do that too, though. It's okay. Yeah, I'm not paying. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so let's talk about the fights this week. Okay, there's some good fights this week. Uh, so you uh, Bellator the, uh, in LA, Englewood, Fedor versus Bader, Ryan Bader versus Fedor for that's, the, that's here. Yeah, for the heavyweight championship. How old oh. is Fedor? He's got to be like 86 years old now. <laughs> yeah, but he beat Chael Sonnen and Frank Mir. To get to this, to get. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I no, no, did he beat no, Bader's yeah. gonna just. He should. I think he just. Bader should dismantle him. I think he's just gonna because Bader's still like I feel in his prime. And then he should take his social security card and rip it up and throw it like, like from Russia. Oh, that's right. But yeah. who who is who is who is Fader fought in, in their prime? In their pri- in his prime. The, yeah. Mark Coleman. I no, mean, no, 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 no. Oh. I'm saying with the last five fights. Oh. Who was he fought in the prime? Like Frank Mir. No, he's in the Chael senior Sonnen. tournament. He's no, no, this is, but this is the Bellator heavyweight tournament. That's this what I'm saying. Yeah. So oh, Bader nobody. is in his prime. There's nobody. Bader is kind of not in his prime he's either. Still, he's kind of falling off. But he's still like... But he's like, much closer to his prime than Fedor or the, anybody else. Certainly Chael or any of those He's at the guys. end of his prime. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, cool. So, Fader, we can all agree <laughs> that he's not in his Fader prime. might win, though. Bader has like a... History of sometimes choking in these big fights. I mean, he does. Remember Anthony Johnson? Anthony, oh, well, that's but remember Tito Ortiz? Yeah. Uh, you know, I mean, obviously he loses to John Jones, but then, it, but then he also loses to guys. You're like, how did he lose that fight? I mean, he did beat King Mo in this tournament, uh, and he did. He, how did he beat? I didn't even think I watched that. He fight. He knocked out King Mo quickly. Really? And then he also did beat. What? I didn't see that. And then he also beat Matt Mitrione. He killed Matt Mitrione. Yeah, I remember that. So he should beat Fedor, but. And Fedor, what, uh, what's his name? Well, Fedor's most recent win was against what's his face? Chael and he, was it Chael? Yeah, and Chael was winning, and then he went for some ridiculous, like 
judo jiu-jitsu roll throw, yeah roll throw that, like, kinda, oh that's right <laughs> like i don't know what this was so all right so that's uh aaron pico is fighting henry corrales this should be a good fight Aaron Pico at one point was the top wrestler. Fifteen in the, seconds. Yeah, and look like at the, you with the, the wrestlers. You love Pico's it. good. I know good you're a wrestling too. guy, and wrestling neutralizes uh, jujitsu. So I mean, Pico's also a great striker, dude. He's yeah, scary, dude. Yeah, That's yeah. why he's entertaining. He just doesn't wrestle. And then oh, eight, I'm just saying he loves, he's a yeah. wrestler, natural gender wrestler. You can hear him getting a hard. And then uh, <laughs> you can hear me getting a hard on. Yeah. And then AJ boner timeout, boner timeout. AJ Agazaram, who's uh, who he was actually he's in all the Nick, Nick Diaz. Oh, that he's fighting finally yeah, in MMA. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Ooh, let's go, boys. It's, it's at the forum. Let's go. He's fighting Jesse Roberts. AJ was like Nick's manager for a second. He's very cringy. You know those cringy, 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 like Colby Covington type tr- yeah, uh, yeah. trash talker dudes. And then Juan Archuleta is fighting Ricky Bendejas. That should be a good fight, too. This is actually a good card. It's a really good card. Um, is it on the zone? It's on. Uh, <laughs> yes, it's on the zone. Right, Paramount a, and the zone. I need another email to start another free trial. Really? Yeah, right. Exactly. <laughs> just start another email account. Yeah. yeah. Man, I know this is kind of random. Yes. Uh, but I was just watching Ryan Bader knock out King Mo, uh-huh. which, uh, I mean, I don't have anything against you personally, King Mo. But uh, for some reason, I think it's because you beat my boy Rampage. But I, don't, I was just, I just enjoyed yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. But uh, I, Phil Davis has gotten so much better. Yeah, but he lost his last fight. Did he? Yeah. I it, thought he won. No, he lost it in Israel. Against a guy that was pretty good. It was a pretty close fight. You could argue that Phil won. It was like not even like they weren't even like promote, like promoting the fight, which was like sad. Yes, that's why I'm here. I don't know what they're doing with Phil Davis because he's he's so good. Phil Davis. Yeah. He's gotten so much better. But yeah, he lost to a guy that the guy was good though. The guy he lost to was actually really good. Some Russian guy that's like fifteen and one. Uh, and then the following the next UFC fight is uh, Asuncio versus Marlon Moraes. That should be a good fight. Uh, Rafael Asuncio versus Marlon Moraes. I want Marlon in that fight. Yeah? Yeah. The only one I know he's is Asuncio. He's so watch. He's pretty good. Marlon uh, just knocked out uh, Jimmy Rivera in like 11 seconds with a head kick. Before that, he knocked out Aljamain yeah. in like 12 Really? Seconds. He's fun right. to watch, he is, dude. He is Ooh. like, uh, he's like one of those action figures. He's shredded. Yeah. Mm. And who's he fighting again? Rafael Asuncio, who is no he's, joke. Yeah. That should be a good he, one. Didn't he beat TJ or something? Uh, he beat TJ. TJ beat Way him. Earlier. Then TJ beat him in the, in the rematch. Yeah. Uh, then uh, Aldo is taking on Hanato Moicano. Komen. That guy's really good, Moicano. I like yeah. Hanato in this fight. It's not a. It's not a dumb pick. Yeah. Uh, that's and again, Lyman Goods fighting Damian Maya. This is next weekend, right? Not this, this weekend. A, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and then uh, who else? Charles Oliveira versus David Tamora. Should be a good fight. Ooh, that's yeah. a badass fight. Yeah, Tiago Alves versus Max Griffin. We've had Max on the show. Uh, it's, a, it's, a, it's a really good Brazil card. Really, really good Brazil card. Um, Seems dope, but I still can't believe y'all think so. Who would lose to TJ? And, and then the next week, though. <laughs> the next week, Kelvin Gastelum. What? Our boy. Oh, he's uh, back. Fighting Robert Whitaker okay. for the title. All right. Yeah, that's, this is a tough fight for Kelvin. I think he can win, though. Me too. He can always win. You just don't know if, if which one's going to show up. No, we well, you know the fat one's going to show up. Uh, <laughs> that's what I'm saying. I mean, he either shows up and he's amazing or he shows up and he's fat and gasses and gets beat. That's what yeah. Tyron, Tyron Woodley was talking about going to middleweight. And he was like, uh, he's like, I'll be fine. He's like, one of the guys competing for the title already beat on a broken foot. And he said, they're just two, two welterweights that don't know how to cut weight correctly. Yeah, there you go. And they and they are like they if they would be if they just know how to cut weight, 
Do you, now, do you like Tyron or, or uh, Tyron or, or uh, Tyron. Usman? Tyron. Really? Before he even finished, Tyron beats everyone. Really? Yeah. I think he beats everyone in the world's weight. I think he beats most people in middleweight. I think you're right, but, but Usman's going to be tough. Man, he's going to destroy Usman. He's going to knock him out. He's going to destroy him? I, he's going to knock I hope Usman he does knock out. him out. I love Usman. That's my dude. I follow him. On, I, bro, I love Usman. He's knocking him out. Wow. He's not. Wow. I, mean, I don't think because mm. I've, I've seen Usman get rocked too many times. No one else noticed. He got rocked by Damian Mai, and he got nah. rocked in his last fight by Hop. Yes, he did. He got hit, and then I was like, he got hit, and then he got wobbled. And I was like, did anyone else catch that? And he just went forward. I think he then, was dancing. Yeah, he, he was. <laughs> <laughs> he right. was dancing, but there wasn't any music. He playing. got hit by Damian Mai, and Damian Mai has rocked a few people. It's not like he doesn't rock. You know what I mean? He's rocked uh, a few people when he's hit him. But uh, I, I think that I think. Um, I think that Tyron's going to hit him and he's not. I mean, because who is Usman fought that's like Tyron? Who is Usman fought that's like Who, Usman going to knock Tyron out? Is he going to out-wrestle him? Mm. What's he going to do? I don't know. Yeah, listen. What's he going to do? He's got good cardio. He's got great cardio. He, he, he could, he could out-cardio him. How? He's going he's gonna, he's gonna to press. He's got really good wrestling. He has great wrestling. He's not taking Tyron down. Mm. And it's all like it depends on if he shows up thirty percent. Ah, I just don't see. No. I do not see Usman. I do not see Usman beating him. I don't see Covington beating him. I think Covington. <laughs> I think Covington is probably like one of the easiest fights for a lot of people because he just has pressure. No, he's not easy for anybody. Bruh, he's like he just has. Who's he I easy think, for? I think Usman beats him easy. I don't know about that one. How does how does, Co how does Covington beat Usman? His strike is not as good as Usman. Taking him down. His, he doesn't his, his wrestling is not as good as Usman. I don't know. We're talking about MMA wrestling. And not just wrestling. Yeah, man. I think I think Usman, I think Usman, I think Usman beats him. I think Cole, I think Usman beats Covington. I don't know. I, it's a very I close fight. I think Covington. if they fought ten times, they might each win five times, to be honest. Uh but I but I do agree with you that a motivated Tyron Woodley is under is is could beat anybody. Motivated Tyron. Which, you know, the only person to beat Tyron really was Rory McDonald. Uh, yeah, and you know, he grew and and the guy in Strike Force, Nate Marquardt. Nate Marquardt, uh, he was juiced up. Uh, yeah, but a lot of those guys are juiced up. Um, yeah. Now Anderson Silva is fighting Israel on that card. <laughs> Everybody just yeah. a, a deep sigh. Yeah, because Anderson Silva is the reason that started watching them mate. Yeah, you said like about ten people already. No, Anderson Silva is no. Who, who do I say about? You said Rashad Evans. No, I didn't. I say he's one of my favorite fighters. Oh. Yeah, no, Anderson Silva's the reason I started because I remember watching him with my brother. I was like, man, that black dude good, and he was Brazilian. <laughs> but uh, yeah, no, Rashad's not the reason I started watching MMA. Oh. He's just one of when I started watching, you know, MMA. He was in the beginning, so I, I right. he was my dude. So um, I really wanted him to beat John Jones. I think I Anderson can uh, submit Israel or something. He has great jujitsu. He's not beating Israel, but you never know, yeah. dude. No, come on, no, he's not submitting Israel. Cowboy so just beat Alexander well, Hernandez. Pulled off a submission, except for Chael Sonnen back in Listen, you know whenever. You never know, dude. Anderson Silva's my favorite fighter of all time. I don't know why they get. He was so great. He's he's amazing. And again, and I only think he lost because he wanted to lose. I, Come on. That's no, the, no. The right. initial one, the initial loss. To who? To, to Weidman? Yeah. He wanted to lose. Yes, he did. Why I, would he want to lose? Because he was tired of winning. <laughs> yeah. I'm not even joking. He left him his head that, hanging out there. It. He was dancing. And then afterwards, he's like, no, he's your champ. He's your champ. No. I think he needed something to work against. Come he needed on. a reason to come back and fight. You're now, when he came back and got you know his leg broke and all that, I don't think he planned on any of that he shit. But I think, he, I think subconsciously he wanted to be beaten. Have you ever wanted the bomb on stage? <laughs> 
<laughs> Sometimes. When? when? Sometimes it was just too good. When? Oh, no, but I could see someone wanting a challenge. Listen, man, you know I don't what I mean? Think I feel like that, though. I don't. I think you, no, no, I no. Think I think he had lost the fire. He would lost no. the. I agree with all that. You know, because he just won too much. Want to have somebody so knock you out? I'm not saying deliberately lose, but he would lost the fire for winning. That's not different than wanting to lose. Uh, subconsciously, I think he did. Uh, he wanted to be beaten. He wanted know. a challenge. So you he wanted Covington somebody that made him work. What? You think Covington beats Till? Yes, easily. What? Darren Till can't defend, a, can't defend a takedown. Who can't? He defended all the takedowns against Tyron Woodley. So he got hit. It was a minute and a half that fight. No, the, no. What are you talking about? It was two oh, rounds. Oh, two rounds. First round, Tyron could not get a takedown on. He's too big. No. T- Till is a monster, man, and he couldn't get a takedown. And Woodley couldn't get a takedown. No, that, it's easy. Then, it's easy. It's a t- Till is the easy fight for a wrestler. Like I, I feel like or, it's a bad or, matchup for it's a bad match for Kobe. When they were talking about doing that fight, I did not want that fight to happen because I wanted to see Kobe versus Tyron, and I feel like Till was going to beat uh, uh, Kobe. No, because I feel like he he doesn't. I feel Who like Kobe still beat. Who is still beat? Yeah. I mean, he's beat like uh, uh, Wonderboy, which I, I thought he lost the fight against Wonderboy. But he beat Wonderboy and he beat Cowboy. He he beat Cowboy, but I think Cowboy took him lightly. Uh, I know he did. Cowboy doesn't watch tape on anybody. Yeah. And and he was bigger. I think Cowboy was coming up for the first time. Cowboy, it should be 55. Till's a bigger guy. Yeah. Probably cutting a lot bigger. Um but Till has never. Till just feel like all he comes sudden, in. He's gonna. He's gonna counter. He just. He's counter him. Nobody's like people no, that, people Till, that, We don't know how Till reacts when he's losing. So so Kobe beat who? Go Kobe beat Damian Maya. Rafael dos Anjos. Okay, but Kobe, Kobe was getting his face was jacked. By who? Damian Maya. Did you not see his face? He, he won five rounds to nothing. He got hit against Damian Maya. Is what I'm saying. He has fair skin. Listen, <laughs> he got hit against Damian Maya. If Till hits him. It's gonna hurt. Come on, David Maya. Rafael Dalson. Rafael. Chael Sonnen told me he's a he's a one sixty fiver. Who? He's a Rafael. Rafael, sorry, Rafael Dalson. Was that Hernandez's face that was all beat up at the end of the fight? Yeah. Yeah, man. Everybody beats Rafael, man. I mean, his face. Everybody beats. He took a beating this weekend. Yeah, he's he's he started out strong, but by the end of the fight, his face is a mess. He he. They need a one sixty five division for him. You guys, Colby's lost one fight his whole career, and that was the fight that he got caught in the guillotine. That and good, man. Yeah. He's not. How can you say that about that, a guy that's only lost one fight? That's yeah, he's, bruh, he's not that. Well, I mean, hey, uh, you know, Dan Hardy just lost his first, first fight yesterday. Dan Hardy? Dan Hardy has not fought in seven Greg years. Hardy, you oh, know Greg Hardy. You know, my bad. My bad. Uh, okay. my bad. <laughs> I think it's a little different. Oh, Dan Hardy follows me on Twitter, yes. Uh, he follows everyone, though. <laughs> uh, everyone. You know who followed me yesterday on Twitter? Who? The girl who's uh, uh, the original speaker for Siri. Really? Yeah. Oh, that lady. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, the, like, like, hey, Siri, how much do you love me? Oh, hold on. I'm calling um, Sarah McMahon. Right. All right, we're calling Sarah McMahon right now. Sarah McMahon? Yeah. Hey. What's up, guys? Sexual performance issues are way more common than you think. Over 25% of new ED cases are guys under the age of 40. That's you, ween dog. You. And 40% of men by age 40 struggle from being able to not... Uh, maintain an erection. That's not good. Even the world's best actor cannot fake an erection. All right? And why do guys turn to weird solutions or do nothing when they can turn to medicine and science? Yeah, medicine and science, people. All right? Don't do nothing. Go to 4 It's a one-stop shop for hair loss, skin care, sexual wellness for men. Listen, okay, this stuff is awesome. Okay, they connect you with real doctors and medical-grade solutions to treat erectile dysfunction. You don't want to get a girl or guy home and you're ready to you finally, you're ready to have the, the magic night, and then you can't get it up. And then it just, it's bad, people. It's really, really bad. 
Nobody wants that, all right? And listen, uh, they, they don't give you snake oil pills or gas station counter supplements. It's prescription solutions backed by science. There's no waiting room, no awkward or in-person doctor visits, all right? You go to the doctor, you see someone you know, what are you here for? Uh, then you have to lie or be like, oh, ED, it's just a bad, all right? Listen, okay, it's erectile without the dysfunction. It's hard made easy. Say hello to your little friend. Try Hims for a month today for just five dollars. We'll get you started for just five bucks while supplies last. See the website for full details. This would cost hundreds if you went to the doctor or a pharmacy. Go to forhims.com/mmaroastedd. That's f-o-r-h-i-m-s.com/mmaroastedd. Forhims.com/mmaroasted. Check it out. Robinhood is an investing app that lets you buy and sell stocks, ETFs. Options and cryptos, all commission-free. They strive to make financial services work for everyone, not just the wealthy. It's a non-intimidating way for stock market newcomers to invest for the first time with true confidence. It's a simple and intuitive. They have a clear design with data presented in an easy-to-digest way. Listen, the values of Robinhood, the app, they got no commission fees. Other brokerages charge up to $10 for every trade, but Robinhood doesn't charge commissions, okay? They don't charge commission fees. They don't keep all your profits. Their design is easy to use, okay? They have the easy to design charts and market data. Place a trade in just four taps on your smartphone. You learn by doing. Learn how to invest as you build your portfolio. You can discover new stocks and track favorite companies with personalized news feeds, all right? And Robin is, is giving listeners a free stock like Apple, Ford, or Sprint to help build your portfolio. Sign up at mmaroasted.robinhood.com. That's mmaroasted.robinhood.com. Check it out. Hello, Sarah McMahon. Hello. Hey, Sarah. Hey. How, how are you? What's going on? Hold on, hold on one sec. Oh, yes, you're on the MMA Roasted podcast. It's me, Preacher Lawson, uh, Greg Romero Wilson. We got the Ween Dog. You ever, do you watch America's Got Talent? No, I don't watch TV. Oh, well, there's this funny black guy on it uh, uh, we wanted you to, uh, to vote for. Well, I'm a huge fan. Yes, we're, we're huge fans of yours, Sarah. <laughs> uh, congrats on the, on the second baby. Thank you. Uh, now, was, this, was it easier as far as giving birth in the first one or harder? <laughs> oh, easier. I got the epidural this time. Uh, how come, how come you didn't have it the first time? Oh, go ahead. How come the first time you didn't have it? Well, I was worried that um, it would take longer, and the longer it takes to deliver, the more uh, chance it's unsafe for the baby. So I was like, if it's shorter, but it's way more painful for me, but it's better for her, then I'll do that. You know, I'll take that sacrifice. But um, being strong and athletic and apparently, like, good genetics, like, I had her in, like, 40 minutes. So I was like, get out. Wow. Serve the eviction notice. Boom. She was gone. Oh, my God. So I knew that I had fast babies. So this time I'm like... Why in the world would I not get an epidural? That's like I'm not getting surgery without anesthesia. You have That's to get insane, it. Insane to me. Oh my god! That, that I, I'm telling you, my wife was in so much pain. I could, and that was with the epidural. I couldn't imagine not having it. Oh yeah, no, no. I still, I was still like, I was still in a lot of pain before I got the epidural. It was pretty far along. But I'm so glad I did because we thought that the baby was going to be like the doctor's like, oh, he's going to be big. He might be like an eight pound baby. My daughter was like six pounds, 11 ounces. She was tiny. So I was like, oh, OK, well, I'm getting the epidural. That son of a gun is he was nine pounds, seven ounces. 
He was humongous. I'm so glad I did. I would have wanted to kill Whoa. myself. Is he now the biggest member of Team Alpha Male? <laughs> <laughs> You're terrible. <laughs> that's, that, that's awesome. Well, In like two years, he will be. That, but he's already up like over 10 pounds. Wow. I know. And I, I like see if you already have him on the mats. Yeah, he got a little gee, but don't you worry. I got him in a singlet first. Oh, good. Good. <laughs> good. Yeah. So how does that work as far as recovery <laughs> I don't want to tainted. Yeah, so Preacher wanted to know, um, how does that work as far as recovery time? How does that work as far as recovery time? Because, you, you know, you're just having a baby. Well, okay, so it's it's pretty mandatory six weeks. Like, I, I try to be a complete moron and come back and do really light stuff before that. But, man, like... Your, your body, it's just, it's almost like you have like internal bleeding. Like it's just, it's, it's like getting in a car accident. Like your body's wrecked. There's no, and if you want to come back early, it's like coming back early on a broken bone. You're just an idiot. So I learned that the hard way, even though I already had a kid and I should have known this, but I'm apparently an idiot. So, um, I tried a little bit. Um, and then I was like, okay, I need to, I need to stop. I, my body just didn't feel right. And you know, like I was super duper tired like it just didn't feel like a good workout and a good recovery and um so now i've i just stepped back and i'm letting my body fully heal without any without taking it back steps plus it's kind of good too because i'm my sleep is like very scant these days now i'm hoping i'm hoping that like around eight weeks i can come back and really be doing like light workouts and doing like technical workouts without any problems now I know. Now you're a, a, a competitor. Obviously, you're an Olympic silver medalist, wrestling your whole life, MMA. You know you're a badass, fought for the title, this and that. How much do you do you miss competing right now? Oh my god! Like even the moment I got pregnant, I still rolled live like for a while. But oh my god, I I watch people, I watch the fights, and I'm so jealous. I'm so jealous. It doesn't matter what weight class it is. It doesn't matter who's fighting. I'm like. I want to be, I want to be out there. I want to feel that feeling. I want to, I want the nerves. I want the weight cut. I want all of it. I don't nice. care. So I'm is. chomping at the bit to get back. Sweet. Speaking of the weight cut, where did you think, like, I'm convinced that TJ Dillashaw just depleted himself way too much. I mean, he got pushed over by Henry Cejudo. I mean, do you agree with that? Yeah. So um, I, I do agree with that. I think also one thing that's different, I mean, cause that could also be, you know, he just might have lost his balance, but you are different. Um, you are different when you cut a lot of weight and that goes for anybody because you're used to feeling a certain way. You're used to being able to drop your hips and like drop your weight and be a certain amount of heavy. And um, if you are constantly heavier in practice and then you drop down, your fights are going to be different no matter what. But for him, oh man, like, he, I looked at him at 135, and I was like, that that dude has no body fat. Like he has nothing to lose to get to one 125. Like he just doesn't. And so he had to have done like, there's no way he didn't lose a, a little bit of muscle, and uh, and used it mo mainly with dehydration. I mean, he just didn't have any fat to lose. You, you can only lose. You're not losing organs. You're not losing bones. You only have so much that you can actually pull from, and um. He, he pushed it as far as he could. And, and I, I've never like, there's one of the guys I look at and I'm like, he looks like beef jerky. Like <laughs> he looks like he got left in the oven too long. And Oh man, I felt bad for him. Were you at team alpha male when that whole thing went down? No, no. I, he had been gone for a little while before I came here. Now, were you on the same team as, as uh, Henry? 
Um, nope. So I uh, missed. I was in the uh, finals that year, but I didn't make the Olympic team in 08. Um, that was his first year. But I've known Henry since he was in high school. Like he was a phenomenal high school wrestler. And um, he used to come up. He was like smaller and you know, just a good guy and open-minded. And he used to help some of our smaller weight girls get ready for their competitions. Oh, that's very nice of him. That's very nice of wow, him. Wow, man. So what do you... Yeah. I, I think, I think. well, I guess you can't give you a prediction, but I, I, I feel like he would beat him, TJ, again at 135. I don't, I don't know. Think, I don't think it's... I think the weight cut did take some out of him, but I think... I think it takes. I mean, Cejudo. He's a big. He's a strong dude. He said he yeah, weighed one forty six. I think you're overlooking at how good TJ is. TJ's amazing. I just think Cejudo is amazing. Sarah, help us with this. So, um, as far if I just being honest, because I'm, I obviously am going to pull more for the Olympic wrestler, you know. But right. even I have to admit that with TJ's skill set, like. Besides the wrestling, on the other aspects, I think he is just, he edges Cejudo. Like, he does. He's had more experience. He's had more high-level fights, you know, and you mm-hmm. can't, and he's trained on high-level teams. So, I, I think that with the wrestling, obviously, Cejudo is going to be better. But the other skills, I have to, I think TJ is slightly better. Ah, but, well, what, oh, but what happened, what happened though? Oh. He, he didn't, it's not the wrestling that I, wants Cejudo I just say that being an honest person, you know, yeah. just... Just saying what I really feel. Like, a very honest person. I always try to place myself I'm, like if I were going to fight that person. Yeah, well, Sarah has slept on this yeah. couch before, by the way, just so you know. Oh, have you? Yeah, she slept on my couch with her husband. You did what? I said you slept on my couch before. Yes. So uh, Yes, I have. She has, yes. So was, what does that mean? That doesn't make it right? <laughs> Listen, I think, I, I think, I mean, I appreciate the honesty and stuff. I just, I can't see... I just feel like Cejudo wins. I just I feel like I mean he hit him. It's not like he wrestled him. That's why he won. He won because he has a power. Yeah, no, no, it's true. I mean, right now you're yeah, gonna that's... we're gonna agree with you because because we don't know till it happens. Now, Sarah, a girl that you fought, Amanda Nunez. I was pretty shocked when she knocked out Cyborg. Were you? Yeah, I definitely did not. I'm I'm notorious for being the worst person at calling fights anyway. So keep that in mind. But um, I I didn't. I didn't know how Amanda reacted being hit like cyborg hits because, um, you know, when she fought, I mean, Holly Holm is a phenomenal striker, you know, world champion boxer. And when Holly was hitting cyborg, cyborg looked like she, like it was, she was just walking through the park. Like she literally, she didn't even react to the punches. And I know Holly hits hard. Well, whenever she'd hit Holly, she'd knock her like five paces. Like the girl was almost falling over. Um, and she knows how to take a punch. She knows how to take the heat off of it and stuff. So I thought no matter how great Amanda is as a striker, I was like, once Cyborg starts landing bombs, like, we're going to see, you know, like, but man, I was totally wrong. Like, and that could be just that Amanda happened to get to the punch a little faster and that if it had gone, if Cyborg had landed a couple, maybe it had gone the complete opposite way. I don't know. But yeah, I was I was pretty surprised about that. But I mean, what she off to Amanda? What she hit you was that the hardest you've ever been hit? Um, it wasn't the hardest I've ever been hit. It was definitely hard though. Was there's there's a couple hit? times. Well, in sparring, I, I've been I train with guys, so yeah. I mean, to be honest about biology, the hardest that a girl could ever hit is still not as hard as a guy who wants to hurt you. Now, <laughs> so, now, what girl has ever hit you the hardest? 
let's see. Um, I'm trying to think. Okay. Who? Who? I don't you? know. Maybe I was. A, I was gonna say maybe. Maybe it was her. And then who have you but, hit the hardest? I think I doubt it got to be Misha Tate, right? Who does what? Who do you think you hit the hardest? That was probably Misha, right? Oh, yeah. I think that it probably was. I I hit um, Hitomi Akano and like I punched her and then I hit her so hard she spun completely around. So I was like. And then I, I had to pause because I was like, oh, I can't punch him in the back of the head. So, wow. no, I, I pretty much hit everybody hard. <laughs> but, yeah, yeah no, Misha's the one I, I landed on her orbital. Yeah. So Now, I got to say, since I, obviously, you know, both of us are, are wrestling fans. I mean, you obviously much more successful than I have, although I was pretty good. Um, now, I coach, <laughs> I coach middle school wrestling, and one of the best things for our program has been the change in the uniforms. They asked me. You know, do you want to get rid of the singlets and switch to MMA shorts and uh, and uh, tank tops? And so many more kids join the team after that, and the kids don't feel embarrassed. Well, what do you feel about that? Um, I feel like there's no reason to keep something if it doesn't like, you know, if it's something that impedes people from wanting to join wrestling. Right. Um, the only reason I like the singlet, especially for females, is that your shirt can't really come loose and start to come up. And in high school and in middle school, that is a little bit more important for girls. Um, but honestly, like I was 14 years old out there in spandex in front of every single person I knew wrestling. Like that's just a embarrassing situation for a girl, no matter what. So it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter what you put them in. I mean, if they feel more comfortable, it's still spandex. You can still see everything. I was just commenting the other day. I'm like, I'm so used to guys wearing cups but now when i see guys in singlets i'm like oh god like what that's just vulgar what are you doing because you can see everything spandex does not hide anything on anyone so right yeah i don't know if they feel more comfortable i think i say go for it there's no reason to hang on to the singlet for you know just tradition's sake yeah no i totally agree and people are like whoa i had to wear it so i'm like so that's bullshit like you know, like, yeah, stupid wants, reason. Yeah, I mean, it, it's r- ridiculous. Uh, now, your boyfriend won a big tournament, right? Or your, I don't, I, I guess he's is, is he your husband or what? What exactly is he to you? I know you guys aren't married, but he's my boyfriend. Yeah, you know, you know, I'm not getting married to anybody. They can't have half my stuff. No, there you go. That's right. <laughs> That's right. Strong. No, um, he's my boyfriend. And you said he. Oh, you're. What was your question? Didn't he win some big tournament in jiu-jitsu or something? Or didn't he? No, did... he did it. He won a fight to win. He competes more in fight to wins. No, what are what exactly? What's fight to win? Okay, so fight to win is uh, a really awesome promotion where they just take different um, jiu-jitsu guys and girls and they mash them up with like pretty good skill level or pretty you know like they kind of run it like a fight um, and they pay them. They pay them for ticket sales and they pay them bonuses for subbing the person it's a submission only tournament um and it really like it points don't matter whatsoever positions don't matter and at the end they you have three judges that you know judge whether you won the battle or not if you don't get a submission um and he does pretty well on that he he mainly loves coaching um but he still is a competitor so he gets the itch and he'll sign up for it and go 
grapple people. He's a real nice guy. He's like six two, tall, good looking guy, just laid back. Nice. He's very confident. You know, you know, you ever meet those guys just like they know they could fuck you up. They're yeah. just super sweet. Like, I think he, he is one of those guys. Uh, Me? No. Yeah, no, no, no. Preach is like loud. Like yeah, this dude yeah. is like super <laughs> laid back. And then like Sarah's like a little feisty. You know, tough. Yeah, yeah. They're like a really cute couple. Their daughter is adorable. That's their their nice. daughter is just like, and they like curse in front of the daughter. Oh, really? And like, yeah, yeah. Just, just, <laughs> but shut up was a cuss word in my house growing up. But like my dog, she tried- won't curse. Listen, she won't curse no matter even if I try to get her to. I'm her mom, and I'm like, no, no. You can have permission just this one time. She's like. No, like she's so good. I don't know whose kid she is, honestly. She's in South Carolina, she's super sweet. But the daughter tried to like pet my dog, and my dog tried to bite her, Yeesh. and then she started crying. The daughter, you know, and she's like, "It's okay. Some animals just aren't friendly, but doesn't mean it's, it's not you. It's me." It was like super it's a teachable moment. Oh, it's very teachable, Sarah. That should be your like your nickname, teachable moment. That would be <laughs> Sarah Teachable Moment. Yeah. Big name. Yeah. That's great. One, one if you watch my fight with Gina Carano, apparently I'll do that directly after a fight, too. Wait, wait, wait you fought Gina Carano? I mean, Gina uh, Mazzani. Uh, oh, Gina Mazzani. Mazzani? I, was like, I was like, when did that fight yeah, happen? Yeah, Gina yeah. Carano. I was like, no, no, sorry. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, so, who do you want to fight in your, in your comeback, and when do you see your comeback happening? Um, so, my, gosh, if everything goes really, really great, I would love to fight around, like, um, end of May or June, you know, so, like, six to seven months, something like that. Um, and that's a quick turnaround for having a baby, but my, my body really recovers very well. And I got uh, stem cell treatments in both of my shoulders, so I'm really hoping that my shoulders heal really well and I come back and I'm even stronger. So, um, but I, you know, I actually haven't thought about who I'd like to fight because there's been so many changes in people's weight classes. Like yeah. some people have gone up to 45, some people have gone down to 25 and I, I don't really know who's moving back. So I have to like look at my weight class and figure out who's, you know, who's still there, who's still around. How, now, how big did you get when you, when you were pregnant? Were you at like 170, 180? <laughs> Yeah, about a little over 180. Oh, no. Uh, yeah, yeah. A little about 180. I think that's when I went in. So, and now I'm I'm nine pounds over my walking around weight. Wow. So you're like 150, 146, 145? No. So, yeah, 140, about 146 or 147 is what I normally walked around at. And so I'm at 156 right now. Nice. Good for you. I like it. Yeah. I like it. Now, did, yeah, was it hard not seeing like those huge muscles in your back and your arms? Actually, it was my my abs. I look at my abs and I'm like, "Where are you? I miss you." <laughs> oh, <that's laughs> like, but um, even though they're slowly coming back, like the top two are already starting to like, uh, you know, tighten down and come back. It's it's really just like if you did yoga forever and just really, really, really stretched everything. And then you decided to come back and start powerlifting. Your body's just going to respond to what you ask of it. So as soon as I can ask it of it, my body will, it'll respond back. And and I think that I'm mostly confident because my body responded super well after my first kid. So I was pretty shocked. Wean dog, any questions for the great ceremony man? Uh, no, no questions. I want to say I'm a big fan. I love you. We're the most beautiful women in MMA and, uh, that's it, dude. Yeah. All right. I think you're a monster. Oh, I like 
I like this guy. Thank you. Oh, you Ooh, yeah. no. I'm also six foot two. I'm 22 years old, and I you, okay, you lost her at 22, bro. Come on, man. That's no, right. 22. And you, they're right. They're right. Don't tell me your age. Yeah, you messed don't up. Tell, don't tell. Because you know what? Younger guys, they're like younger women. Whenever you're a little older guy and you're a little wiser, they really look nice on the outside. They really look nice. They're they're really nice for about 15, 20 minutes, and then right. you're like. Oh my God! What am I doing? I'm a cradle robber. This is wrong. Yeah, that's this a plan, is so dude. wrong. Well, I'm like, I'm not gonna take you seriously, but you still look nice. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's like if you could just stop talking. So, yeah, I know. I do. I'll talk to a 22 year old, and I'm not even like super far from 22, 27. But I mean, it's still like a, it's a huge difference. Have you ever hooked up with a fighter or a wrestler, preacher? No, I do. I, I messed with a bodybuilder. She was a bodybuilder. Yeah. It was kind of weird, man, because she was, you know. Right? You know, just, you know. It was, a little dude-ish? Well, it's, <laughs> dude-ish. I'm not a no, dude. But she, I mean, her, her, Were you more excited by her dude-like qualities or well, less? Well, first off, I don't think it's dude-like qualities. It's not like she had a penis, bro. Like, you know what I mean? She, she, yeah, she had everything she, else. She was just, just because you have muscles doesn't yeah, make but you. But that isn't having muscles. That's having an, ex, an she, extreme it was amount, her, it was, a, a masculine amount of She had like muscles. Dwight Howard type shoulders. And then it was like. Right, right you just compared her to Dwight Howard, bro. <laughs> okay? Dwight... You just made my fucking point. You're right, bro. Yeah. So what was it like banging Dwight Howard? <laughs> but no, no, I've never, I never messed with a fighter. Yeah, but but, but, I, but you would. Oh, for sure, man. I would. I like it. I like. Yeah, I, I yeah. think fighters are. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. But Sarah said she could ever be with a guy that she could beat up. So. Oh, oh okay. I'm out. What's your height? We had a discussion this morning about how if Chad got his arms around anybody's neck, he could totally kill everyone in the family. I was like, that's if I don't get to, if I'm not gouging your eyes out first. But, wow. Yeah. Ooh, a little Krav Maga. If I could be Chad, I would totally not be with him. It's funny she like, said she wouldn't I'm be. I'm sorry. You're real nice. This is what you guys talk about like during breakfast. Sounds like a great breakfast she conversation. She said she wouldn't be with someone she can beat up. I wouldn't be with someone that can beat me up. So, I mean, yeah. yeah I mean, I'm yeah. going to date some girl that I, you know, that I don't know yeah. if she get mad, if, I, if I'm safe. Yeah. <laughs> I would be with a girl. That Except for that Dwight yeah. I would not. I would not be with a girl that can beat me up. But, I mean, I feel like most women I'll find against I feel really? like I, I feel fine against most dudes. I feel like if I if I see a guy and he's my size, I feel confident. If he trains, then I know I'm get whooped. But if for some, if I train enough to know that some dude my size, I feel fine. Wean Dog, would you be the girl that could beat you up? There's no such thing. Oh come! Oh on. man! Oh, come on, yeah, dude. Oh. Yeah. Sarah, come kick dog. this guy's ass! Yeah. Come on, come wean dog! Come on! <laughs> yeah, okay. I would hook up with a girl that could beat me up. I mean, I'm sure I have. Oh, you said hook up. <laughs> I'm sure I, I have. I just didn't bother to test that part of the theory. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Pretty much every girl you've I been know, with. I was gonna say I've gone out with a lot of women a lot taller than me, so yeah. I'm pretty sure some of them could have whooped my ass. Yeah. Yeah. Well, well listen, Sarah. Uh, good <laughs> luck with everything. Keep up the great work. Thank you for coming on the podcast. You're the best. No problem. Take care. Bye bye. That was right, bye. That was Sarah McMahon. Yeah, that was awesome. She's cool. Yeah, she's Always. a cool chick. She's very cool. That's dope. That's hey, can we talk for one bro, second thought, about I the football she was, games? She's she was actually can we talk one of them. Never mind. What was that? She was, just, you know, she was definitely one of the prettier fighters. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. She had, great, she had a great butt too. Yeah, she has some manly and we've talked arms, about that a lot on no, this podcast, and she's talked about it on this podcast. What did you say? She has like the manly, like muscular arms. Mm. It's yeah. good for hand jobs, though. It's like three strokes and squirt. 
Oh. <laughs> of course, that's squirt from your dick being ripped off and the blood flowing out the hole. <laughs> you know, yeah, three strokes. And <laughs> to the football games. How is that not uh, illegal? Oh, my God. They, listen, the refs. And here's the thing. I was pulling for the Rams because, you know, obviously the Cowboys are my yeah. team. But them being out oh, now. I live in Los Angeles, have for 12 years. I was like, yeah. OK, you know what? I'll, I'll go with the Rams. But that's not how you want to win. No. You don't want to win on a blatant, bad, non-call. What do you think happened? Why did they not call that? I think because the refs were, uh, I think the gamblers got to them. Really? Yeah, I think they wanted they a three points. they would have made points. it that close, though. Well, the spread was three, and that would have put the ball in the one with four tries of the goal, which means they probably would have got a touchdown and won by four points. So there's some that argue that they would have just taken a knee, run out the clock, and kicked the field goal, but I don't think that's true. You run you the ball the three times. the refs would have made it that close, though? And uh, what's that? The refs would have made it that close? Yes, the refs. Made it ended up being a three point game, which makes it a push. Okay, uh-huh. so they which kills all the parlay. So a lot of money goes into the into their hands that way. So what? So I to me it was these these two refs are obviously paid off by the gamblers. Fuck. Because that that was such a, and everybody said it. Everybody's been saying it all day, all night. It was the worst non call in the history of the NFL, particularly wow. when you're talking about going to the Super Bowl. You're talking about Breeze legacy. You're talking about all these other factors, all ruined by by the refs not calling the most obvious interference plus a legal hit to the head. I mean, there were multiple calls that should have been made and they didn't make any of them. And then they got together and talked about it and still didn't fucking make the call. It was so egregious and you know... Hey man, you think that was obvious? I don't know. I think we'd get away with it. Yeah, exactly. Pretty much. Exactly. Like, let's just let it go. We didn't call it. Let's just let, let's just walk away and see what happens. Yeah. And, and ultimately th- that's not how the Rams want to get to the Super Bowl. You know? I think it's bad juju going into the game because you're not the team that's supposed to be there. It's supposed to be the same. I just really don't think that TJ can be sued him, but whatever. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I don't think he can. Well, now, what about the Pacquiao Broner? Did you see that one? No. Oh, I, mean, I, I wanted to see that. And it just seemed like Pacquiao was destroying him the whole fight. Now, what is it about Broner that, like, after like the fight, the he says, the hood knows I won? Uh, no, the hood doesn't, bro. <laughs> like, he speaks for the whole... Like, no, no, they don't. Like, man. what's going on? It seems like the hood doesn't know he won. Uh... I don't know how he's... Uh, that makes no sense. Yeah, I, I don't know how he's really... That's like saying that's some kind of like, you know, moral victory, but there's no moral victory in fighting. If he wasn't so charismatic... You think he's charismatic, really? Well, charismatic as far as like him being, you know, he's kind of funny. I don't he care, but he's funny. funny. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like he's funny and he's just like, he's, he's charismatic. So if he didn't have personality... Then I don't think he'd be where he's at right now. Yeah, that's well, and that's become a big part of the fight he's game. Also a guy much that- like in stand-up comedy, so much of it has become about the tweet game and the Instagram game and the YouTube game yeah. and all these other things that have nothing to do with what we're doing on stage. A lot of it's become the same thing with fighting. You know, it's become about the trash talk and the media coverage and getting people to to talk about you. You he, know, he's, I think he, he's also a guy that um that uh. You're like, what if? Like that. There's a guy that could have been one of the best because ta- natural talent. Broner has amazing yeah, talent. He's, he's, but he, he's, he does have natural. He doesn't pull the trigger. It's weird. Well, that's the thing. He's had the shots. He yeah. He's gotten the opportunities, and he hasn't been able to cash in. I'm gonna see y'all later. All right, see have you, a man. Good day. Thanks for stopping by. Yeah. Hey, good luck with those finals. Jared Gordon. I can't wait for him to do. I that. hope you win that shit, man. Uh, oh, oh, man, me too. Me too. All right. Thanks, man. Thanks for coming. Thank you. Take care. Have a good one, boys. All right, we're trying to call this guy Jared Gordon, who's fighting this week in the main co- main event at LFA. If he picks up the phone, if not, we'll talk a little bit more. And then I like that guy. 
creature. He's no, he's a good guy. You nice can tell. Nice to stop by. He's fine. So it's kind of random, but you know, yes. he made it. Hello, is this Jared Gordon? Hey. Yeah, it's a Jared. How's hey, it what's going on? You're on the MMA Roasted Podcast. <laughs> How are you, bro? How are you? Good, man. Good, good, good. You got a big fight this weekend, right? Uh, next weekend, but yes, sir. I can't wait. Nice, man. Nice. So I heard you've been killing it right now. People, you're the number one fighter in Georgia? Yes, sir. Nice. Number one in Georgia, number seven in the country right now, baby. Seven in the whole world, the whole country. Nice. Yes, sir. There you go. And your record's what, 10 and 2? Uh, 12 and 2. Even better. You won two fights since the last, since I asked you. And, and, uh, yeah. and, and, and so tell about yourself. Where, where are you from? Where did you grow up? Uh, I was born in Birmingham, Alabama, but uh, man, really, I've grown up here in Georgia, man. I, I lived in Florida for about six years, but I've been here the last twenty, so I'm a I'm a Georgia man. I'm from wow. Georgia. Wow. And then, did you wrestle in high school or jujitsu? Like, what got you into fighting? Man, uh, I wish I would wrestle in high school, man. But sadly, my mom thought it was gay, man, so she wouldn't let me participate. <laughs> I wow. wish I did, man. My game is so much better right now. But um, I first got into MMA because I was at my dad's house, who's who lives who still lives in Florida. I first saw the, the fight between BJ Penn and Matt Hughes, you know, and like when I first saw that, it's like the world stopped for me, you know, I was like, whoa, it was, it was like a calling. And two years later, when I was 17, um, I hit up a, the NFC promoter here in Georgia to ask if I could fight for him. He was like, hey, you got any experience? You would Jimmy train out of blah, blah, blah. And I was like, nope, no gym, no training experience, just street fights. Let me let me fight for you, bro. I, I messed somebody up and. He sent me to Fleet Gentry, and I been, and I was training with him for like seven years. So wow. that's how we got into MMA. So he sent you to the gym. He said, "Actually, learn how to fight." Yes, sir. And, yeah. then, and then how? Did those... oh, I'm, so, I'm so glad he did, man, because I don't get my ass whooped if he didn't. Now, how did how did those first couple training sessions go? Man, I, I got my ass whooped. I, I, we did um, my first class was Muay Thai, actually, and yeah, man, my the my instructor, I think his name was his name was Paul Chambers. He showed me what a knee was, and he and he demonstrated it on me, and so I felt what a knee was like. And instantly, I, I remember falling to the ground. I just couldn't breathe. I was like, <laughs> like it was sort of convulsing for some fucking reason, man. But yeah, man, I, I loved it. Um, my first jujitsu class was with uh my former jujitsu coach. His name was Fleet Gentry. He's a he was a brown belt at the time, and he won um Pan Ams as a purple belt. And yeah, within seven minutes, he tapped my ass eight times. <laughs> Four was, was with the triangle choke, so that's why that's my favorite submission right now. <laughs> wow. Now, I mean, now, so you, you go there, you get your ass kicked right away. Do you think about quitting and say maybe this isn't for me? Yeah, there were there were there actually was a time when I thought about quitting because um when I started training, I was in high school and I had a job and I was training and my my grades started to slip my and I wasn't getting as much money as I wanted. So I had a decision. It was like, well, should I? I like one, something had to go, and I believe it or not, I actually tried to drop the gym first. And I, luckily, uh, what you call it, the the whoever, uh, what you call it, was like the membership. They wouldn't let me cancel my membership, so I had to stay with the gym basically. Wow. So that's why, that's why I'm here right now, man. Luckily, they wouldn't let me cancel, man. Like, that's amazing. I promise, I think that was God, bro. That's why I'm here now. Now it looks like you're in the shower right now. Are you are you, are you taking a dump? What's going on? <laughs> <laughs> I'm in the bathroom, man, because this is the most. This is where I get the most light in my house, man. Uh, all, all good, all good. I was like, I was like, you might want to wipe yourself right now until we hear him go. Until he goes, <laughs> yeah. All of a sudden, he's gonna be like, I'll tell you who I like in the next fight. Uh, I like the guy that's gonna be uh, going up. I got to just flash you. <laughs> <laughs> now, all right. So, so now, all right. So now you're now. What was your first? Do you have any amateur experience? 
Yeah, I, I went eight and one as an amateur. I lost my my amateur debut to a guy named uh, Tony Davis. Um, that was very heartbreaking. But man, like luckily, um, I'm stubborn. You know what I mean? I I, I don't accept defeat very well. You know what I mean? So yeah, I back in the gym harder than ever, and I won my. I went, I went, then I won my, my next eight amateurs and I went six and zero in professional before I lost again. So what is that? 14 fights. I went on a 14 fight streak wow. before I ever lose. Now that's amazing. I mean, your whole story is amazing. Now, how have you uh, been able to kind of support yourself through your fight career? I'm sorry. Say one more time. Have you, had to ha- have you had to have a day job or pick up odd jobs to just to make money? Yeah, for sure. Um, I've, uh, I've been a bouncer multiple times. You know what I mean? I'll be in Atlanta, mainly the dive bar, be bouncing up there. And, um, yeah, like, and, I, and I'm, I'm a personal trainer now, too, you know what I mean? So uh, I don't have to, what you call it, do too many odd jobs anymore, but I still bounce every here and there. But mainly I'm just a trainer. You know, I teach a couple of classes. If people want private lessons, I show them how to be, I show them how to kick ass. <laughs> That's awesome. And do you live with your parents? Do you, li- do you live by yourself? Or who, who do you live with? Actually, I just went through a very dark part of my life, and it actually did force me out. I'm, I'm back living with my mom's right now. But um, I promise in March, by after this LFA fight, I'm sure I'm gonna get my own spot again. Okay, now what was the dark? What happened? <laughs> uh, you can't say uh, that. I mean, there's, there's gonna be so many questions people are gonna have. Did you murder somebody? Yeah. Did you bad breakup? Uh, was it yeah. a cocaine addiction? Talk. To it, it was actually a jumble of it was a jumble of things. Um, earlier around this time last year, I got caught with some drugs on me, and um. Yeah, so that happened. I finally had to deal with that. And then, um, yeah, I had a very bad breakup. And, uh, yeah, man, it's, it's just crazy, man. A lot, a lot of shit happened last year. 2018 was my, was my growing year for sure. Well, listen, man, you know, get it all out of the way now. Because when you get to the UFC or Bellator, and then you, all of a sudden the real money or more money comes in. I don't say the real money. More money comes in. And all, you know, that's not when you want to have these problems, you know. No, uh, no. You know, get it, all, get, get it all out of the way early. So no, 100% and, and luckily I'm in a position now where like I can't fuck up anymore you know what I mean so man I'm it was it was a lesson you know what I mean it was it was it was a deep good lesson that I've learned and I'm in this position where I can't mess up anymore and I like it that way you know what I mean it keeps me on my toes I have my friends and family always checking in on me making sure I'm doing right so man like yeah I'm not going to mess up anymore I've learned my lesson and just I'm looking forward to just fighting on the big stage and just start beating the shit out of people. <laughs> uh, that's awesome. Now, you're a brown belt in jiu-jitsu, right? Yes, sir. Yeah, uh, yeah, I got my brown belt uh, last year from my old coach, Philippe Gentry. Um, like I said, if it goes to the ground, I dare somebody to take me down again, man. I'll tear their ass up. <laughs> yeah, I mean, what, you're on a, a, a five-fight winning streak? Yes, sir. Five, yeah, five-fight winning streak, uh, three fights, uh, finishes straight in a row. So, now, are you the main event in LFA? Man, I was when I was fighting Kyle Stewart, but he got the UFC call and he just fought this last Saturday. Yes. And now I'm fighting a guy named Steven Newell. They just said I'm on the main card. I'm, I don't believe I'm main event anymore. I wish, I, I hope I am. I, I don't even sell for co-main, you know what I mean? But I'm, I'm definitely still on the, on the main card. I'm definitely fighting on TV. Well, listen, I'm, I'm looking at your thing right now. You're 12-2. and two, You're uh, 170. Your nickname is Night Train. Uh, yeah, yes, sir. Which is pretty, you motherfucker. There you go. Night train, which you know also says you went through a very dark time of your life. That makes sense. Uh, you look very black to me. Uh, so um, <laughs> here we go. And you've won. I got you. Got your last fight. You won by flying knee in seven seconds. The third round. It's yes, sir. Then you got. Uh, you won in the first. Uh, you, you waited the last minute. You, you, you one minute and but seven seconds in the first round. Oh uh, no. Then and you won with four minutes fifty nine seconds. So one second left in the first round. You you uh, yeah. stopped the guy, 
Uh, then you won a unanimous decision, rear naked choke. Your last fight, uh, your last loss was a Julian Williams. That was a unanimous decision. It was just a uh, bad night. Man, he he just had a great game plan for me. You know what I mean? Um, and he and he and he showed me what I needed to work on, and that's why like. He took me down and he and I just could not get up. You know what I mean? He has such great pressure. Everything I tried to do to get up, he had a counter for it. And like I said, it was just and he just he actually broke my nose. If I don't know if y'all can see it on the camera, man, but my nose is crooked from that night. Yeah. Man. I thought so maybe I it was the up. it was the co- 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 cocaine that you were taking or you know. But uh yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm stuttering now, um I'm hoping this next fight this guy breaks my nose so they can fix it and you know <laughs> line it right this next next time, you know. That's awesome. But, that's awesome. Yeah, Jimmy beat me up, man. He, he had a great game plan for me, and he taught me a very valuable lesson that's not going to happen again. And then you beat Micah Miller, who's Cole Miller's brother. Micah Miller's a tough guy. You beat yeah, Michael, Michael's a tough guy. I couldn't finish him. Um, his brother doesn't like me very much, man. Like, if you, it's funny. If you watch the fight, after I try to shake his hand, he smacked my hand away. It's like, all right, dude, whatever. Wow. I understand. I beat your brother. Bro, be a really? little salty. That's weird. That's crazy. Yeah, yeah Cole, yeah, that's weird. So, I mean, you're, yeah, I got you 12-2. and two. Man, I mean, I, th- I think you're one fight away from the big show. I hope so, man. Hey, from your lips to God's ears, bro. Honestly, honestly. Now, do you have a girlfriend now or no? No. Um, like I said, I, ha- I went through a terrible breakup last year, but um, right now I'm just learning who I am. Um, getting a lot of side chicks right now. You know what I mean? Like, I, I'm not doing relationships right now, bro. I'm just, I let the girl know immediately. I'm just, yeah. <laughs> this is just for play. You know what I mean? Right. Well, Atlanta, though, I mean... Oh my God! The women in Atlanta are just. Are you more into white girls, black girls, Asian girls, or anything goes? Man, actually, I have no preference. I like them all, bro. But what's funny is black girls don't tend to like me, man. Really? I don't know why. Why I that? I have never, never dated a black chick. It's weird. Never. Never, yeah. man. Like, man, like I'm a black dude who likes rock music. You know what I mean, like. Back in high school, my nickname was Oreo. You know what I mean? Black on the outside, white on the inside, That's man. That's the most so. racist shit I've ever heard in my life. That's a, what high school did you go to? Like a Klan University? It's ridiculous. Uh, but uh, no, that's uh, I, I hear you though. Black black girls. That's that's. Re- I don't know. What, he likes stuff where the white girls are. But why? Oh, that's why. Yeah. So you go with the white? Yeah. yeah. I, I date a lot of white girls. Maybe they're just said I'm dating a lot of white girls. I don't understand. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. That's cool. Well, nice. It sounds thing. like it's a good time to be you. That's what that sounds like. Yeah, really, right? Yeah. yeah. Do, do you prefer Man, black girls or white girls? There's a lot of logic come through the gym, bro, and I'm just like, yep, I want that one. <laughs> oh, really? Now, yeah, now, as a trainer, do you ever hook up with the girls that you train? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Nah, yeah you know you do. I, like, uh, yeah, it, it's very simple. You know what I mean? Plus, they give me their number, and yeah, sometimes I'll just be like a Friday night over here alone. I'm like, I'm going to try. I'm going to text her, see what happens. And it always goes over smoothly, man. You know I mean, like they always, it's like, they're like, I'm surprised they're you sooner. I'm like, oh, I didn't know. All right, I got you. You know what I mean? So, yeah, usually whenever I'm like bored on a Friday or Saturday night, I'll take my chances and try to hook up with my clients and it, it always works out. But do they ever get like, is it weird afterwards that they want a relationship and you don't and then they're back in the gym or they see you training somebody else? Yeah, yeah, they are. They, they, man, I don't understand it. They always want a relationship, man. Like, I try to, like, I'm not a dick, you know what I mean? Like, I have one. I try not to be one, you know what I mean? But, like, I let them know immediately. I'm like, I don't want a relationship right now. I'm like, like, I, I say it just like that, you know, like, straightforward, no BS, no playing, no games. But it, they always, always want to be like, they always want to, what you call it, a relationship. Man, I just, I, I saw the funniest fucking thing ever, man. It was a, um, a Toy Story meme. It was saying when your side chick starts talking relationship and it yeah, like shows yeah. 
Woody talking to, to Buzz like, you're just a toy. Like, that's kind of what it is. You know what I mean? Like, know your lane. I'm not trying to do a listen right now. You're just a toy for me right you now. Just have fun. Listen, it's one of those, you know, it sounds like it's one of those you break and you bought it situations. Yeah, like buyer's remorse. <laughs> yeah. You're, like, you're yeah. wrecking that shit. And they're like, listen, you got to buy this now because uh, yeah. you've ruined it for Isn't everybody else. not going to get in the way of your memberships if you keep banging the members and they don't come back because they don't want to see you or it's awkward. That keeps them coming back. Yeah, it's, it's usually awkward, but um, like I'm I'm like I'm awkward, but I can always I always still talk to them, make sure they're cool. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, a lot of them was more relationships, but I, I I'm I like they don't stop coming to the gym, so it's not that bad. Do you I have guess. them just working on like on like squats, to, like just for say you. what? Do you have them just working on like squats for an hour, like just for you? <laughs> no man, I sit underneath, I sit underneath them while they do their squats. You know what I mean? Like, nice. so <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> That's awesome. I love this guy. Uh, well, listen, I can't wait for your fight. So LFA a week from Friday. Oh uh, yes, sir. Yes, sir. Uh, yeah, LFA February first. Can't wait, bro. Um, still on the main card. I'm fighting a guy named Stephen Newell. So he's nine and zero. It's gonna be a tough guy. Never been finished, but I'm gonna be the first one to go out there and fuck him up. Yeah, you were according nice. to according to MMA Junkie. You were the main event. You were the yes, main sir. event. Also on that card, Seth Bozinski's on that card. Uh, love Who? watch Seth, Seth Bozinski. He used to be in the UFC. Really, really good fighter. He's fighting Daniel oh. Madrid. Um, Kyler Phillips is on that card. Uh, Amika Ifekandu uh, <laughs> is on the card. Uh, Kelvin Natividad against Andrew Perez. <laughs> I, I don't know. This looks like an awesome card. Phoenix, Arizona, February 1st. LFA on Access TV. I have access yeah, to Yeah, access, yeah. I will be watching. Pat Militich is going to be commenting you on your fight. You watching, damn it. It's going to be awesome, man. My post-fight interview is going to be fucking amazing. You better watch. Hey, give us a shout-out. Will you give us a shout-out? Definitely, bro. 100%. MMA Roasted. MMA Roasted. And to all your side chicks. Yeah. Shout-out to all your side chicks. Man, to my side chicks, bro. I got y'all, man. I'm a... Fucking pull out a list, man, and start naming bitches off. There you go, exactly. Just like an Oscar, uh, an Oscar award speech. Put your music over him. It's a list yeah. <laughs> off, you know what I mean? Like get me off the uh, the microphone. Yeah, I love it. I love it. Well, thanks a lot, Jared Gooden. You're the best. Uh, where can people follow you? Uh, you can find me on Instagram, Night Train MMA23. You can find me on Twitter, capital J, capital G, Night Train. Um, Facebook, Jared Gooden. Follow me, guys. Like, see my life through MMA. All right. Take Love care, it. Man. Take care. Thank you, bro. Y'all take care. All right. All right. That was Jared Gooden. I like that guy. <clears throat> cool I dude. Like, yeah, yeah. How funny is that? I like guy? that he admits to banging his clients. <laughs> Not many trainers will admit to that. That's why I have a Peloton I, for my wife. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> Keep her in the house. Fuck that. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck. I have a, it's my new trainer, DeAndre. Training with night train. Yeah, night train. <laughs> My new t- trainer, night train. No, you're training with fucking, <laughs> fucking. No, I'm getting you a Peloton. You're training right here in the living room, right? Yeah, Keep day it caboose is where you're yeah. fucking. No. So while you were on that call, I look over here at the wean dog, and uh, and he's laughing his ass off at some shit on his phone. Yeah, of course. Something was getting him good. What, what was happening? Well, my there? friend who works at a CVS. Mm-hmm. Uh, he sent me a Snapchat. CBS or CVS? Oh, CVS. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. I thought he said CBS uh, at first. With a hard friend. V. With okay, a hard, hard V. v. Most successful okay. friend. Yeah. Yes. Go on. Uh, he, well, he, he had a uh, job. He noticed, uh, you know, he's closing up. This is from last night. He was closing up uh, the store, and he noticed uh, the last customer was like a very fairly attractive woman. She went to the bathroom, and she left. So at the end of the night, he has to go clean the bathrooms. 
when he went to the bathroom, he saw that the girl had, she had diarrhea all over the toilet. Oh. Like not even, not in the toilet. Yeah. Like all over the toilet in the walls and <laughs> She put her diarrhea underwear, like she stuck it on the walls. Yeah. And Is she your friend 14 oh, so she old? had an emergency situation happen. He just sent me a Snapchat of the video that he took. and I, I just, It's just funny. That's vulgar. Yeah. But yeah. you know what? That just goes to show you. Everybody shits. Yeah. The hottest girls. Everybody. Yeah. They, I've they never go, seen my wife shit, you? Yeah? Well, I promise she does. I'm sure she does, but I've never caught her. Have you caught Summer? Caught her? What do you mean? I'm like walking on her. Gotcha, bitch. I'm not trying to I never catch her. On her. I've gone in the bathroom after she's taken a shit. It's been quite evident that I she know. Was in there I, I, I haven't done that. Like she must. I don't understand. Oh my god, she must like courtesy flush it. And I love yeah. it. They're married with a baby, and she's still hiding her shits from so, me. Uh, yeah. She's never said like I have to go take a shit really quick. Never once. Wow. Wow. It must be bad. That must be brutal. <laughs> I don't know. Listen, if she's hiding it still to the point where she thinks you'll divorce her if you find out. She knows I won't divorce her. I, I, obviously, you've never, you don't know because you've never smelled her shits. That's craziness. Yeah. Well, I well, live well, with well, my girl and it's almost unavoidable. I mean, yeah. she smells my shits. Yeah. So, and I've smelled her shits. By the way, you know Summer's the name of a new Muppet? Oh, that's nice. You know that? They have a Muppet named Summer. She's a, uh, a penguin. Sweet. Yeah. Every time I, I see her, I think about you. And they spell it with a U or with an O? It's probably know. with a U. Probably the U. Yeah. That's the American spelling. Yeah. She has the German spelling. Yeah. Soma. Soma. That's right. <laughs> yes, the Soma family. She's so, very German. So what do you got coming up? With her mazapen joy choice. Uh, you can go uh, follow me on Twitch while she play Fortnite for about 10 hours a day, dude. Twitch.tv slash weendog. You know what's crazy? I have so many MMA Roasted fans that come in and talk to me while I stream. It's really cool. That we're makes sense, about, actually. Yeah. We're talking about, <laughs> talking about fights. Yeah, who the fuck else is following? Yeah. <laughs> no, but like, what, what are these what, fans, what, you have nothing to do? What are you guys doing? Yeah. <laughs> like, fucking get it's, hobbies. It's awesome. Yeah, people okay. donate money. Thank you for it's the cool. support, fans. But I, I, any support you the youth have, we I gladly appreciate. Oh, I love it, dude. So yeah, yeah, that's it. That's cool. Yeah. And you, Greg? Uh, I'm still shooting the movie for another week. That's all this week. I'll be finishing that out, and then uh, I'll be in town for most of February. I'll be going up to Seattle to do the underground. You read the part I wrote for you. Of, what's that? You read the part that I wrote for you. No. Oh, you're gonna like it. Okay, cool. You're gonna like it. You didn't write it for me. No, but trust me, there was about ten people that we that I thought of for the for the role. And and you're the first choice. But it's named after someone we both know. Yeah, of course. So it was clearly written for him. Well, not well. Just read it. But I'll read it. Okay. Oh, of course. Listen, okay. I want to do it. Yeah, listen. we have guys. Have so, I ever here, turned you down for a project? Is the role for CB Gold in? Adam's no. Here's life the news. <laughs> Basically, the news is I am finally listen, shooting pin. Okay. Everyone says, "Where's the movie pinned?" Like I said, we didn't raise the half a million dollars you need for a movie. Okay, but raise enough to shoot a pilot. So. We're going to have a pilot, and then from that pilot, I'm going to cut a sizzle together. And from that sizzle, I'm going to pitch it as a TV, as a TV series. There okay, you go. so sure. this is the pilot we're shooting, and Greg's going to be in it, and uh, there's a really fun role for him. Can I be an extra, like in the background? Yes. Can I be like a high school kid? Uh, not as. <laughs> <laughs> High school, like in the back. Well, you know, walking. but that actually would make sense because they always cast these people look way older yeah. than high school It'll kids. Be middle school kids, as high school. Oh, kids, middle school, because so. you know, I could be a teacher or something. Uh, no, but there's, there's. Oh, I, I can't a, be around middle schoolers. That's scene. a violation of there's my. A, there's parole. a strip club scene. I'm kidding. Be in the uh, in the uh, strip club. Oh, okay, cool. And also, there's a comedy club scene, and there's a bar scene. Let me know, so, dude. Yeah, I'd love to do that. Yeah, it's the same guy. <laughs> no, yeah, I'd be the same dude. Same guy, just did everyone. It's like, who is that? That's the ween Big mustache and a hat. The weens. Yeah, dude. 1, That'd be awesome. The weens is in there. So, uh, Portland, Oregon, this Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, I will be at Harvey's Comedy Club. 
Harvey's Comedy Club this weekend. February 1st, me and Jeremy Piven are at the Treasure Island Casino in Las Vegas. February 1st, come see us. And also, uh, March, when's the John Jones fight? uh, March 2nd? Uh, I'm not exactly sure. Well, the night before, the mar- the night before, I will be at the uh, at uh, also in Las Vegas at the Dirty at Thirty at South Point. You going the to the before. show or the UFC? I'm I'm home. Maybe maybe awesome. I'll go to that. That'd be cool, uh, dude. So uh, come see me the night before at the South Point. The, and also, if you buy stuff off Amazon, go to AdamHunter.com first. Then go to Amazon, download my CD, or uh, you can get it on any on Pandora or even on uh, Spotify. Spotify. Adam Hunter is still broke. You could listen to it there. Uh, thank you guys so much for listening to the show. Take care. Have a good week. Hey.